scared of the family running. Talk Recorded live. Black Power, BB48. My whole chat, focus, you know, the ground radio. It's the Bubble Born, Slaughterhouse, Sally H. It's January 9th tonight. You know what I mean? It's our survival series tonight. So we're going to do it nice. You're going to have a family come in and hit y'all with some good um, techniques on uh, things that we can utilize for our survival during any type of uh, disaster situation. I'm out on the, I'm out in the streets doing the show tonight. So, you know, like, uh, don't mind a little bit of background noise that you might hear in my background. You might hear a little bit of noise going on. But, um, I uh, like to come in and get a praise to the uh, ancestors, praise the eternal glory to God, and all the spirit of Dr. Collins of Dual Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells, all the spirit of Sister Trinity uh, Hopefully, I can uh, see who out there on the line. I can't really see right now, but there's Brother uh, Little out there on the line. Black Power family. Black Power, Black Power family. But listen, you know, as I said, you know, we're doing a survival show, so I just want to make sure I know who on the line right now. Uh, is Brother Rahe Ru out there? I'm blind right now. Uh, all right, I know he'll be coming in in a few moments. Uh, our show tonight is going to be focused on a little bit. We're going to deal with a little bit of weaponry, you know, some things that you can get that's going to, you know, that's going to be. Uh, and a nice course range for the family so we can all make sure that we are protected well at the home. Uh, also, we'll get into a, a couple of other things, like I said, for disaster preparedness, you know, during these summer months, for things that go on during the summer months, you know, tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, things of that nature, you know, so we'll be uh, giving some preparedness on that. Um, but with that being said, though, you know, I'm going to let Bubba Little um, go in a little bit and let him guide the show for a moment. Uh, due to my uh, my surroundings right now. But um, like I said, you know, uh, tonight is a slaughterhouse Saturday, so we're going to definitely get it in nice tonight. We thank everybody for coming on on to the lines. Uh, you know, our theme here, who's still betraying the African Revolution, and you'll be betraying the African Revolution if you're not armed and prepared to do battle. A beautiful day. Bubba Love. Yes, sir. Black Power family. Uh, I got a special guest with us today, my brother from another mother, uh, my brother Hen Dog, uh, brother Henry. Um, he's an ex, uh, he's an ex soldier. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I got some professional black up on the line, and I'll let the brother, uh, brother Hen Dog, come on in and uh, tell the people uh, your little resume for me, brother. Black Power, brother Little. This is brother Hen Dog, West Coast. Uh. I'm a former Air Force veteran, a JJ mechanic, security forces augmentee, hazmat waste and disposal. So that's a little bit of my background. About a few years in the military, uh, just just uh, survival training, did a little bit of TACP, then I became a JJ mechanic. Yes, that's what's sir. up, family. That's what's up, family. So, um, family, what we were talking about earlier, remember the little uh, the layout you was giving me so I don't mess it up? Uh, why don't you give us the little tactical layout, that adaptability and survival stuff you was talking about earlier, brother? Oh, yeah, I was talking about survive, adapt, overcome. So, basically, 
if if something like if you know uh urban or rural area, like in the inner city, like here in LA, you got subways that could be used as the bunker. You know what I'm saying? Um you will want to have you a security or a protection mechanism to protect your assets, your food, your water, your clothes, medical supplies. You know, you want to hit up surplus stores, you know what I'm saying, have have uh, rounds, ammunition. You know, you, you want to have you a medical kit, a heating blanket for the ailments. You want to have your book on um, what's edible, like plants, what is good to eat, what's not good to eat. You know what I'm saying? You want to mm-hmm. have you an EpiPen, just in case you're allergic to something. Mm-hmm. What, what was that you called it? A, a what pen? It's called an EpiPen. You know, like people who have bat, food allergies or any, stuff like that. Just in case you're allergic to something, you know, you want to stick that, you know, into your thigh so it can get into your system. And then also, too, you, you want to have your herb book. You know, I suggest Rebirth of the Gods by Dr. Paul Goss or um, Dr. Lalo Africa, um, holist, African Holistic uh, Diet. Word, one more Dick time. Gregory. Well, get those references one more time for the people real quick, Black, if you don't mind. Oh, no problem. It's it's an herb book by Dr. Paul Goss. It's called Rebirth of the Gods. Dr. Paul Goss is, is out of Compton, California. Then you want to get this book by Dr. Layla Africa, African Holistic, and it's recommended by Dick Gregory. And they'll say over 150,000 copies sold. With those two books, they'll give you a general idea to whatever ailment that you have with you, the herbs to take. Now, if you buy you a book on... Uh, like a plant book or what's edible and what's not edible, that you can kind of see uh, what you can eat and then and reference to what you need for your body. And also, too, you want to have your a mobility bag ready just in case anything jump off. Now, 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 explain to the people what should be inside that mobility bag so, for us, brother. Brother, you want to have you uh, a change of boots? You want to have boots. some... Yeah, some uh, military boots. You know, you can have metal steel toes. You want to have... I can't uh, have no J's, brother? What's up? I can't have no Jordans up in there, brother? (laughs) I mean, brother, I mean, it's civilians. I mean, you can probably have... Just have you a change of tennis shoes. But, you know, I preferred boots because I was in the military. But, you know, you can have you a change of tennis shoes. You want to have you some socks, some uh, some underclothes. You want to have you a travel kit. Toothpaste, Mm. deodorant, toothbrush. Uh, you want to have you some uh, uh, anything that's like toiletries, travel. You want to have at least like seven to fourteen days worth, but uh, or at least a couple weeks worth. Now, when you have a mobility bag, you want to have you some MREs in it. You want to have you a medical kit in it. Check. You want to have you a uh, if you was in the military or if you know anything about like um. What's those little boys? Boy Scouts. You want to have your manual. You want to have your compass. You know what I'm saying? You want to Word. have your, like basic, uh, fundamental su- survival books. Just you know, one or two survival books, basic ones. You know, if you can, you know, you want to have you some. Uh, I want to say like a, a, a little canteens in there as well, so you can fill up your water. You want to have you a, a water purifier. They have those portable ones now for about 40 bucks. You can get at Target or offline. Okay, check on that. Yeah, like, you know, when you're in the inner city, because, you know, we're dealing with gangs, we're dealing with the, uh, the law enforcement governments, we're dealing with people who's 
on a frantic level. They don't know what to do. They've never been put in a situation. So you kind of want to uh, protect yourself and, and, and keep a low profile at the same time, and you want to peep everything out and trust and keep your trust to a minimum because people will come to you, mm. like you said, damsel in distress, and, 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 and cut you open. Mm. Yeah, interesting you said that, brother. Now, I'm going to back you back back up again when you had covered the bunker. What would be, I mean, the uh, subway, using the subway, the bunker, what what would be the um, what would be the advantage for using the subway as a bunker? Oh, uh, for instance, if, if it's a military, right, or if, 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 it's, if it's some kind of government or, or enemy forces. Now, when you're in a bunker, I know a lot of people don't even know L.A. even have subways like that. Because, you know, in California we have earthquakes. Mm-hmm. So you can get off the map. You can get out the way while people is going crazy. And mm-hmm. then, too, uh, you know, uh, if, if you if you got a squad or a team, you know, you have one team over there doing this, and you have another team doing something else, and everybody's protecting each other. Teamwork. Make the dream work. In the real way. In the real way. Black power on that. All right, brother. Now, how, how do we fit all this shit inside the bag, though, brother? Is there any kind of special uh, techniques of packing that we should be aware of? Oh, yes. Um, it's videos on YouTube how to roll your socks, how to fold your shirts, compress them as tight as you can, compress now, your... Go why ahead. would we want to do that versus to just... You know, like, 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 really explain to the people it ain't just just for looks and show. It's a real purpose on why why you rolling it up. Uh, the whole purpose is you want to get as much as inside your mobility bag as possible, because if you got everything all over the place, first of all, you can't find anything, and then you you won't be able to stuff as much uh, uh, necessities in there. And secondly, it's it's, it's about uh, uh, keeping you know. I would want to say the neatness, and plus two, if something break open, it won't splatter everywhere. That way you right. can get the stuff that you need quickly and efficiently. And secondly, um, I don't know if we talked about the protection, but you're going to want to have you some, uh, you know, a couple weapons, some some uh, clips, rounds. You might want to have your utility knife, you know what I'm saying? You want to have you a, a compass. Like I said before, but also you want to kind of know how to chart the stars just in case you got to use the stars for reference. I personally know in California, if the mountain is north, then the opposite is south. If the beach is west, then the opposite is east because we we in Los Angeles. But if we were somewhere else, you want to use the stars. Right on. You can easily get lost. Right on. Would you know a way on how to tell the time? Why not have a clock in the daytime? Like how would I? be able to create a shadow and uh, read that shadow time. Oh, brother, um, I would say, you know, you know, the sun rises in the east, and at midday, it's really no shadow. Like, you can't really see your shadow at 12 noon. So, and then after that, if I remember right, it started going, oh, man, it's been a while since I even used that little uh, thing. Yeah, that little trick. It's been a while since I used that uh that shadow one. 
Yeah, that's right. But uh, they got they got refresher courses up on um, YouTube, family. Y'all can go ahead and check that out to how to read, uh, how to tell the time using shadows and stuff. Well, also too, stick, you can use the, the plant. Ground. You can use flowers and her remember right because the flowers open up and closes too during the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. like See, in the morning. We gotta get back to nature, man. We gotta get yeah. back to nature. Know these things, right? Oh, yeah, nature will tell you a lot. You know, if you see, like, a lot of birds or uh, seagulls, I mean, not seagulls, but uh, I forgot the name of the bird, but, you know, it's a dead body somewhere or it's food or trash somewhere. Oh, like vultures and shit like that? Right. Or scavengers. Yeah, if you see seagulls, you know, it's a trash can or some food laid out somewhere. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up out there. And also, man, you want to train your dogs. Send out the house, man. What you talking about, brother? Not just not just to protect your house. What, what, what we gonna train them for, brother? Oh, you give them a scent to you know to see where people are at, to look for people. You know, if if somebody's missing, you want to be able to find them efficiently to keep your team strong. And secondly, if like. Would you rather get shot or your dog get shot? I mean, I don't want to see the animal get shot, but <laughs> but I would rather the dog get shot and protecting you as opposed to the person getting shot. Hey, and also, you, you want to learn uh, emergency uh, signals, SOS, uh, telegraphs, and, and stuff mm. like that. So that way, if you can't talk using a walkie-talkie and stuff like that, you can still send out signals. Or ask or signal for help. They still use smoke signals. Is that relevant? That's relevant. Okay. Now, brother. Now, what about for my folks that's stuck out in in the wild? Like I got some family that's up in in the Carolinas and stuff like that. You know, so they'll be having to um, get ready with that uh, wilderness get down. You know, uh, versus the city. You know, uh, it's all about your environment. So now, if if you stuck out in the wilderness, that's what that uh, the little heating blankets come into play. You have your tent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have it's your, your camping uh, gear, right? That's your camping, camping gear come up, right? Yeah, and in some of the books, they show you how to make um, like bug repellents uh, with nature, with plants and stuff, and, and different oils. Right, that's what's up. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying. You want to have also too. You, you know, you want to have you some, um, I don't know how people feel about medicine, but you want to have you some kind of uh, bacteri- bacterial stuff. Because I know any those places around lakes, they had that flesh-eating uh, bacteria. Yes, sir. So you want to have you some stuff like that, and you want to, ha- you know, have you some alcohol, just in case, you know, in, in the match, just in case you got to heal yourself. Some alcohol in the match, brother? What you talking about, brother? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got an open wound, man, you want to cauterize it, man. You want to fix that, man. Alcohol sometimes, if you're catching a cold or something like that, a hot toddy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. How strong should it be? You know what I mean? Do we get the 120 proof? Do we get some hen dog? Do we get some urchin jerk? What, what we do? I mean, I said, you know, at least you want to have you at least a bottle of brandy, at least. At least a bottle of brandy? At least minimum, but you know, I would say the Hennessy or or the uh, you know go for the big you know big dogs Everclear. 
Word. So I could take me a little hand dog, throw that on my wound, put that matchup on there, and I'll be feeling straight. Well, no, nah, no, nah, I was just saying for uh, now nah, you could do the match on your own, but I was saying for like if you got like if you getting sick coming down with something, and you can't get, you know, if you don't have no medicine, I know the hot toddy usually work real good. Knocks the cold out in like an hour or two, it's gone. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So then, yeah, we recommend uh, getting a whole bunch of camping gear, y'all. Get your camping gear up. Um, ovens. Oh, uh, yeah, let me say this. Fire starters. Go ahead, brother. You want to have you some bicycles or skateboards or uh, mm. scooters just in for case. For what, brother? For, for transport of, of, of goods. Like, you don't want to, like, if you get tired, you know, if you got a scooter, you can throw that bag on there and just push the scooter. That's what's up. Or I'll have you a three wheeler or a trailer that you can pull. Or one of them little wagons, one of them little yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, yeah, one of those little yeah. wagons. Yeah, on your bicycle. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that 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 that's real practical and real. Um, basically, man, you got to return to living off the grid, y'all. You got to act like, what if you lost turning on the light? How you gonna see? And also, too, you went to a little small shovel because I know some of them. Some of my Marine uh, family members, they had a little shovel, so when they're out in the war, you know, desert storm and stuff like that, dig a hole, have your toilet paper, you know, take care of business and keep pushing. That's good. I'm glad you brought up that. Now, what's the sanitary, like, how deep should the hole be and all this stuff, like, so we niggas don't be getting sick and shit like that? Oh, man. You know, you want to have at least about three, four feet, something like that, three feet. Not too deep because, you know, you ain't going to be sitting there digging all day. And then usually you cover it back up. Right on, right on. You give a little give a little fertilizer to the earth, huh? <laughs> yes, sir. But here's the thing, too, though, man. You know, a lot of these European counterparts, they're on YouTube, and, and, and they show you how they're doing all – they even got TV shows, Off the Grid Living, but they'll show you how they just uh, – Simulation runs, how do you just come in and secure a room? You know, three-man teams, four-man teams, walking in formation, having sticks just in case there's landmines, poking the ground, all that. I mean, basically survival, we, we acting like we in full-scale, full-out war. And then, too, if you have your uh, airmen or na- a naval or any type of military survival uh, manual, and like say, cause you know they they got nerve gas, they got um ga- gas that causes blisters, and sometimes it depending on the type of gas that is being used, you can you, you you can get treatment for it, and they can show you the symptoms and stuff like that. So and you know just basic survival books is 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 necessary. It's ne- it's necessity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm with you on that all the way. So three um, different yeah. books. You, you got your herb books, you got the books that's what's edible, and you got your survival books as well. And then, you know, you want to learn how to chart the stars and stuff like that and, and um, have your tent so you can cover up at night, you know what I'm saying? Don't be exposed to the ailments. And then, too, you want to start doing, like, you know, if you if you get your little fort together and you hold down your own fort, you mm-hmm. want to make your own, what, aquaponic farm system? Grow your own crops, mm-hmm. have your seeds, your natural seeds. But let me mm-hmm. see this too, though. If we're in the inner city, you want to control the resources. So, like hospitals, 
Speak on that, brother. Hospitals, uh, um, fire departments, police stations, stuff like that, right? You want to get to get to that stuff, control all the, uh, you know, medical supplies, all their weapons, all the food. You want to get a hold of that stuff, man, because when it hits the fan, people are going to be going wild. You know what I'm saying? Police can't stop everybody. You know what I'm saying? The government can't stop everything and everybody. And, and plus, two, veterans, uh, retired police uh, officers or, or government officials, they may be the target. Because remember, we have different militaries here. We got the Chinese army here. We got the Russian. We got the Mexican army. You know, I know I've seen them a few times at the Venice Beach training in formation. And they disguise. You know, they disguise, as, uh, uh, they disguise themselves as PT classes or uh, fitness classes. And they really be military. Who are you seeing up there doing that, my bro? i seen the Chinese troops right there at Venice Beach running in formation. And they uniform. Hiding at some physical training group or something like that, huh? That yeah, no, I seen them in a military uniform. Then I seen them again before, just like like holding fitness classes. Oh, okay, okay. So under the Second Amendment, you can have a, a militia, right? So a lot of these, because you know it's going to be hard if, if they ever give word to say U.S. Uh, military to turn on their own people, so they have foreign troops. Hmm. And then you talking about they already got boots on the ground here. They already got bases. They got underground bases. They got undersea undersea bases. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And plus, too, let me say this. Everybody don't know the answer to everything, and everybody don't know everybody's job. So, like, the FBI don't know everything the CIA is doing. CIA don't know everything the FBI is doing. But they all work for the same, you know, same entity. And the thing be like this. Who's the big dog in that in that pecking order, bro? End of the day, it's all military because even Walmart has a military. Monsanto's has a military. What? You know what I'm saying? I don't even think the president really can move without the military. Everything boils down to the military. So you mean to tell me all these corporations got their own military? Yeah, I mean, even our boy Wesley Snipes was trying to have his own military, his own security uh, thing, and uh, they shut him down and gave him tax evasion. Who was that again you just said? Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. So what happened with that? When he was trying to set up his own little martial arts uh, security, uh, uh, you know, like little military thing, yeah, that's I when they hit, him with that. That, uh, they hit him up with the uh, tax evasion. Hmm. So what you think about all that too, the martial arts training and uh, stuff like that, getting the physical condition on point, what you recommend for the people on that? Oh, man, first thing first is the diet. Then secondly, after the diet, you know, you want to get get your cardio in. And you, you have to at least be able to lift your own body weight, at least. Check. And then with that being said... If your weapon doesn't work, or if you run out of ammo, if you know how to use your hands, you can you can get you another weapon. Hand-to-hand combat is good just in case you're in close proximity. Yes, sir. Reach out and touch somebody, huh? Read out, reach out and touch somebody. Yes, but yeah, sir. disarming, disarming techniques. 
I recommend everybody got to learn some because, like the brother said, you run out of ammo or you just get caught slipping. You never know. And you in close quarters, you got to take the, take your enemy weapon and use it on that motherfucker or it could cost you your life, yo. You know? So, um, you know, we can't be uh, all movie experts and think that uh, when you win some kind of combat, you know, you're going you gonna to behave like that motherfucker on the movie. Right. Um, so I recommend too, uh, brother. I try to recommend to the people getting their trigger time in. Um, oh yeah. You know, like starting with a twenty-two. I like I like uh, starting your training, your shooting, getting 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 your trigger pull and your breath control, all that down with the twenty-two, and then move up to heavier uh, heavier weight. What you think about that, brother? I, 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 let me say this. Let me back up a little bit. Now, say, say for instance, like in Ferguson and, and uh, Baltimore and different places where, like, people was out in the streets and they come in with the tear gas and all that stuff. If you don't have a gas mask, you will want to wet a towel and wrap it around your face. You want to uh, wet the towels and, and cover up or seal the open areas in your apartment or house. That's another thing, too, I just want to stress, you know, because... You know, end of the day, people can't really handle the gas like that and get the choking, your eyes water up, and all that good stuff. So you have your towel wrapping around your mouth, and you know, so you know, you can breathe. Were you were you exposed to the gases, brother? Oh yeah, I, I got gas. I got gas twice. Yeah. Uh, explain to the people how that feels. So that, you know, we never been gas, so I want a nigga to know what it feel like. It, it, Basically, yo, I, all all your mucous membranes burn. Eyes water up, nose burn, and start running. You know, you start coughing out all the phlegm out your mouth, and your skin may start burning a little bit, depending on how long you you know you exposed to it. And uh, what happens is, you know, you got to recite your little creed or whatever, and then you got to march up out of there. And then they oh, hold you oh, down and wipe you know. Gas. Huh? I said all while breathing that gas. All while breathing the gas and and your eyes wide open. It would just be burning and they have mucus all over the place. Right. And that's the tear gas, yeah. So that's the tear gas, okay. So that that shit really hurt though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And well, also so what too, if- man, you wanna have you some pepper sprays and, and some uh uh stun guns. Pepper spray and some stun guns, or, or or you know one of those electric zappers. Yeah, man. But right. Especially for the females, you know, like when, when you know have that on deck. It's always have a backup plan, backup plan, backup the backup plan. You feel me? And I recommend knives. You know, always get you a poker on you, man. I recommend everybody have you a poker. Right. I'm trying to tell you. Poker, uh, even one of them little mini axes for when you uh, roll out with your gear. Get a backpack too. Make sure your backpack got a water bottle. That's what I would recommend. Um, you know, get a backpack that got water bottles. But really, uh, emphasize on getting your camping gear up, like OD on your camping stuff, man. Ain't no, you can't never have too much and have too little. Right. You know. Cause you got something that one of your partners may not have, and you can save his life with the extras with the extras you got. You know what I'm saying? Um, you go into the gas mask for the people though too. So what type of gas mask do uh, 
a nigga go buy, man? What should I get? Should I just worry about the tear gas one? What about the other shit they, that, that they got out there for us, man? The nerd yeah, I would gas. say this, man. I would get the basic gas mask because at the end of the day, nobody knows what exactly what kind of gas you can use. Like, you can get your gas mask, but if you don't have a chem suit and they come with nerve gas, you through with, you over with anyway. I would like say that just, one, so I would just say get a uh, a basic gas mask just in case. It, I mean, because you just want to have something. My grandma has a saying, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. I say. You know what I'm saying? So if you just have a basic gas mask, you should be straight. You know, um, you want to make sure you seal up the, the, you know, where the gas mask is at around your face, around your edges, your hair, and stuff like that. You don't want to leave no openings. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a chem suit and they come in with full, like, full nerve gas, that gas mask is out the window. As soon as they touch your skin, you through. Or even a, a blister gas when it makes your skin turn to blisters. Right. I mean, it, I mean, they got diabolical stuff, man. Man, mm. people come back uh, from Desert Storm, they nails fall off, their hair fall out. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have some very diabolical stuff. Make your skin turn inside out and stuff like that. Word. You know, people have, like, uh, boil blisters all over their body from the gas. So, like, what's the best way to avoid that type of shit? Just always be on the tag. Well, gas is rises. Cause gas rises. That's why I said about the um, underground bunker, because the gas rises. Mm. Mm. Nice, right. nice. So you think those bunkers will be able to sustain a couple uh, drone strikes? Uh, I was, it is too, though, man. Right now, it's no law on uh on drones or so, like people can go buy a drone as low as seven fifty seven hundred and fifty dollars you go buy your drone and I would say you know you get teams man pair up and then have fly those drones to see what's going on but yeah I mean in the day too though like I would say this even with the drones like they got bugs that are drones you know what I'm saying Mm-hmm. They got uh, uh, like animals disguised as drones. Hell, in LA, some of those trees, like they got like recording and sound recording uh, and cameras inside the trees. In Ca- I've seen Angeles. them shits. Yeah, I've seen them. So shit. like when a when a when a uh, gunshot fire out, the police know where this gunshot is coming from. They got it in the trees, but they get the extra money, right? When when they when they have to do overtime, people are dying, so that they don't they like the people to die so they can get that overtime. Paperwork. <laughs> paperwork. Uh right. the fucking paperwork, right? Right. Well, damn. No. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, that, that, that's crazy right there. So so basically you saying you basically the gas mask is only gonna be good for the uh, tear gas thing. Yeah, like basic gas type stuff. Yeah, you know, pepper spray, you know, silly stuff. So if a nigga ain't got that can suit or nothing like that, you ain't really doing too much shit now, huh? Right, even if you got like a bulletproof vest, right? I mean, if you're messing with a sniper and they and they real good and they hit you in the face, what's good is the vest? 
The vest is for like the average Joe Blow, like people on the street just randomly shooting, not knowing what they're doing. That's why it's good to go to the rifle range, or even like if you ain't got a rifle, you know, you go paintball shooting. Mm. Assimilated war tactics, you know what I'm saying? Word, you shoot with your BB gun or something. <laughs> yeah. And they got them air pistols. Nah, that's real shit. You know what I mean? You're right about that. Uh, yeah, man, you really right about that. $33, get you some, get you an air pistol, at least. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, some good little information right there. You know what I mean? Let me check out Brother Hey Rue, see if he on, see if he got something to add on. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Power Brother Hey Rue, you on, brother? Like Power for Holy Day. I'm here, family. What's good with your family? You got something to add on for the survival gear? I, I, I know my brother know what's going down. And a brother uh, came through with the hardcore facts, uh, went through a lot, so I got some things to add to it and I continue to build on uh, what I've got uh, right here for the family is uh, pretty much, you know, starting now, uh, stocking up on things that you need, not only for something on the go, but also for things that you need to store somewhere in like a shelter or something. So I'm going to say get you one of those uh, air vac systems so that you can vacuum, uh, seal up, like, your seeds. Make, you want to keep seeds on you because you don't know, uh, you know, the conditions that you're going to be in or how long you're going to be away. So you want to be able to grow your own and manage your own food. Make sure while you're doing that that you're getting original all-organic seeds. You don't want to stock up on the seeds that you can go and buy in like a, a a hardware store or or what do they call that shit? You know, where you go and you get all like the the growing the supplies and shit. Yeah, like yeah, the, the nursery. nursery. Right. So you want to make sure that your seeds are all natural and organic. Make sure that you stock up on those. Uh, keep dry pastas, uh, canned vegetable fruits, dehydrated fruits, uh, and, and canned meats or. Uh, pouch-based meats, but remember that they do have an expiration date, so that's something that you want to keep constantly switching out and uh, constantly updating. Uh, If you're going to do your grains and things, don't do any oil-based grains. The oil-based grains will rot and uh, Mm. rinse it off. You want to store and keep your beans on deck always. Or lentils. I say on that lentils as well. Uh, I said uh, pouch meats and, and your vegetables. Keep your bu- your uh, bouillon cubes on deck because most of the things that you will be making will be more so in mind like a stew based type uh, food to keep you going and keep you uh, keep the energy levels up. Uh, That's keep a good ass idea right there. Keep in mind and things that while you looking. Or on cans and uh, pouch goods, always keep up with the dates on that. Like I said, we'll switch them out. If you're going to store vegetable oils or any type of cooking oils, make sure that they're all vegetable because uh, other types do spoil and go bad. Uh, make sure you keep your herbs and spices on you at all times. Uh, you'll want to be eating, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like the crackers was inside them caves. You just eat anything with no flavor. You know, we we got to have flavor sauce. 
or make sure that if you don't know how now, you know, gather in groups or gather with your family, learn how to hunt, learn how to fish, learn how to trap foods, uh, make sure that you go out and you get some type of outdoor survival uh, tactics and living off the grid. You know, we got to practice and prepare ourselves for this, you know. Spend some time around your household with your family or even in a group shop and get together on the weekend or something and, and just go out, you know, go off the grid and uh, practice uh, conditioning yourself so that uh, when, it, when this time does come, you know, you prepared. You don't want to go into anything blinded. Hey, Ru, uh, what you think about uh, what you think about practicing uh, going off the grid like at least once once a month? Like, like I'll say one day start off, on Saturday. I would I say start off doing it as a weekend thing and then add on to it. And, and you know, you can start off with a weekend and then try that for a few months and then extend it to, like, a week and just build on so on and so on until it becomes something of the norm. I say. I say. So so it ain't no, no, no shell shock to you if you got to go through it, you feel? Right. Uh, also, with some of the information that the brother put out uh, earlier is also excellent applied to this as well. Uh, also, make sure that you stock up. Uh, now, uh, you know, we have technology that has changed using the power of Ra. So, you know, uh, hit up your uh, Army Surplus stores or your sports stores or even online. You can find a lot of this stuff on Amazon. Just type in solar-powered camping gear. They got solar-powered stove, coffee makers. The coffee maker could also be used as a source for hot water or filtering your water. Uh, they got solar-powered lamps. Uh, make sure that you get yourself a good machete. I even seen that they have a solar-powered tent uh, oh, that also has built-in Wi-Fi for those that can't live completely off the grid. But you got to have your electronic devices that allows you to charge up your electronic devices or whatnot. Um, Make sure that you invest in a good machete. Make sure that you invest in a good uh, sharpening stone as well. Also learn other techniques for sharpening uh, your knives and and, and your tools up. You can use a regular rock and water. It will take a long time, but you'll still be able to get it done. You could even use a model rock and water, uh, whatever you choose. Uh, Learn how to... uh, Real quick, hey, Rude, learn how to take care and oil your shit so it don't get rusty, yo. Well, I didn't get to the weapons yet, so. Uh, also, the, the, uh, the knives and machete as well, like you said, you want to make sure they stay well so that they don't really see that. That's also well. Uh, brothers earlier went over a gas mask. I'm going to say make sure that you invest in a good quality gas mask. If not, you can make your own gas mask using a empty two-liter uh, bottle of soda. Uh, I have the directions on that. I don't know if I can drop that into the chat room or whatnot, but if you do need that information, I do have it. Uh, make sure that you invest also in a hazmat suit. They have them on uh, different uh, economical levels, depending on if you want low quality or high quality. I say this is also a good thing to have. Make sure that you stock up on them and that you have enough for your group or your family member, if you're just doing this with your family inside of your home, if you're in a group, make sure you have enough to uh, distribute amongst your your comrades. Hit up a military surplus. Uh, Make sure that you invest in some good survival camping gear, utility knives, uh, the cooking wear kits, 
uh, I recommend high-check boots. It's just a personal uh, preference for me. Make sure that you invest in some fatigue, some binoculars, get you some night vision goggles so that you can be able to hold things down even in the dark. You know, make sure that uh, your weapons also have night sights on them as well so that you're able to provide good cover and, and uh, good survival for your family even in the nighttime. Make sure that you keep extra clips on you at all times. Extra, extra clips batteries. And ammos. Extra yeah, batteries extra for the night boot gear. Yeah, extra clips, extra ammo, extra batteries for your for your tactical flashlights and your lasers and your weapons. Uh, you're using a, a what's the other uh, site that they have? I can't think what it's called. Yeah. What the ACOG? Nah, it, it's, it's the digital site. Mm. Anyway, I can't think about it. it's a holographic uh, digital site. Make sure that you keep your batteries for those as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I forgot the name, though. The hologram? Yeah. Always remember with your arms, keep at least two. I recommend a long arm and a short arm, one for the long distance and one for short range. Uh, for the long now, range. When you say long, yeah, I was going to say go with the long range, brother. Yeah, but when you're dealing with the long range, you want to choose an assault rifle, you know what I'm saying, one that you're able to break down easily that, that you're able to break it down even blindfolded with your eyes closed. You can reassemble it. Always keep it, you know, well functionable. Uh, keep it well oiled. Make sure that the sights on it are, are, are accurate, tuned in well. Make sure that you choose something that can handle the distance. Make sure that the ammo always matches. Always choose the best ammo for your weapons at all times. The only way that you'll learn uh, the best ammo that your weapon likes being fed is to take it to the range and get you practicing. Uh, practice with different types of ammo from the low grade to a high grade. Uh, practice using different jackets as well. It's the only way you're going to find out uh, what ammo that your gun likes more than others. Uh, with, that, with that being said, with the assault rifle, be aware that they have kits where you can change your caliber. When you're going practicing to the range, if you have a 308 or you're shooting 223 or, or, or anything of a high caliber, you want to make sure that you have the barrel swap outs or the upper railing swap outs to where you can use the 22 long range for, for when you're getting your target practice in. That way, it's a good thing because you're not spending a lot of money on, on, on just getting, you know what I'm saying, your practice in. You're not going to sit there and use your high-grade ammo, you know what I'm saying, while you're getting your target range in. Uh, with that being said, be be aware of all upgrades that you can do to all of your weapons. Those are, are add-ons or customizable changes that you can even do yourself or you can take to a gunsmith and have it done yourself. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, not unfortunately for us, these rednecks and these crackers put a lot of this information out that makes it easy for us to learn how to do it ourselves. So if we can also teach that to each other, get together in groups, you know, train the babies on this as well, uh, it'll be something of a norm to us. And it's also gives us our skills. With your short arms, such as your pistols and such, uh, some of the serial supplies, they do have pistols where you can change the upper railing, changing the caliber of the pistols. I say when you buy in your arms... Uh, if you want to use the lower, the lower economical grade 
firearms, I'd say, for anything that's underneath 600 or less. Uh, I'd say those are good to have just to train with and get your target practice in. But for your high-range uh, pistols and assault rifles, you do want to invest and spend your money on that. Because if you look at what your enemy is buying, you know what I'm saying? He ain't buying that junk. He ain't buying that cheap shit. He's only buying, you know, the best. And not only that, they buying the best for their kids and their children and giving it to them as gifts, and they just look at them as toys. It's a five-year-old, six-year-old kid out right now. Got an AR Bushmaster rifle, cost about $2,000, $3,000 right now, and the hand is just a water gun. So, And he's probably more trained and more efficient and more of a marksman than you are, so, you know, keep that in mind at all times. That these crackers do train their kids to, to to kill you, you know what I'm saying? So this is also something you want to keep in mind. Know that you know your your enemy that you're going up against may be more well trained and more well skilled than you are. So that's another thing to keep in mind for you know to go out there and get your gun game up and get your survival skills up. And I don't want to take up too much of the family time, so when we come back around, I mean, we'll just go back in. Uh, All right, there was some excellent, excellent jewels right there you dropped, my brother. Excellent. I did leave my short arm. Let's see. I'll take over the short arm, you know, for your short arms, you know. Um, see, you want to get something that's economically feasible. You don't be getting no specialized gun and you can't get no motherfucking ammo for it. You know what I mean? So I, I'm a big proponent of nines or four fives or forty caps. You know what I mean? You want shit that you know the officers gonna have because you know they ain't running out of ammo for that motherfucker. You know, so if they run with the forty cal, you might wanna you might wanna get you a forty cal. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I like I like I, I, I like Glocks. You get you a Glock under um, six hundred dollars, under seven hundred dollars, depending on you know which model you get. And, um, you know, that shit ain't gonna break on you. You know what I'm saying? And you get to get it in. They got Smith and Wessons as well is another good one. Um, Sigs. I mean, there's good, there's good stuff out there. But you know, just giving you some, you know, a little starter kit that'll get you out there popping. Um, that Glock 40 cal is a beast, though. Uh, the Glock uh, 45 caliber is a beast. The nine millimeter. You always, you know, I love nines. You know, that's my everyday carry. So I don't play no games with that. Um, so for the handgun, you got a it's a different um, feel to it at the range as well. Um, so you got to get used to shooting that, and that's short range. That's from like uh, close point blank all the way to let's just say 150. You know, and then from 150, you want you want you want you want you want the uh, the AR game to pick up. So from 150 to about 300 to 500, depending on your your optics or your visual your visuals, um, you know you should be you, you're gonna be golden with that. And then um, if you want anything past 500 to 600 yards, you got to get the sniper right with the scope. And the scope is your glass is everything when you're going long range. Glass is everything. Then you got to learn about wind because your wind is gonna change the shot, um, the uh, atmospheric pressure and all that. You know. Uh, so that's a whole different science you will have to learn and have to go. That's why you need trigger time. I recommend trigger time, trigger time, trigger time. People, you at least got to go at least two times a month. Get you some trigger time in. Um, you got to, you know what I mean? Because you're going to be under under the rest. Your heart going to be beating. You'll be stressed out. And you got to be able to, um, you're going to be in a firefight. And like the brother was saying, this cracker go up there and practice. He's going to be ready to snipe your ass. 
You, you, you best believe that. So get your kill game up. Kill you some raccoons. <laughs> kill you some birds. You see what I'm saying? Kill you some something. You know what I'm saying? Even if you got to gut them and eat them, you got to learn how to do that. You're going to be living off the land. Ain't going to be no uh, grocery stores. You understand what I'm talking about? So uh, even if you're a vegetarian, shit, you might have to uh, eat some meat or starve. You know what I'm saying? So um, like the brother was saying about, you know, uh, I get the brother hand dog to get that cold up, but I, I really love it because it's about adapting to any situation for your survival, man. You know, and you gotta be um, you, you gotta be smart. So that means you gotta have a lot of uh, a lot of knowledge on different topics, especially when it comes to survival. And um, you know, that's gonna be the key to everything. Earthquake pop off, uh, tornado pop off, any of that pop off. You gotta have you some, some uh, consistency plans. Nice little handgun you have during that. You go check out where the family at, where everybody at. You know, that's what the handgun's really good for. When you're just rolling around, you need something short. You know, your distance range. Everything is about distance. You know what I'm saying? If I'm rolling around and I ain't picking nobody off, I really don't need the AR. I can roll around with the 9 or the 5 Now I'm about to go, we about to go search and hunt. We might have to go open up some doors and shit. I need a shotgun. You know, my rifle going to come out. You know, everything going to come out. You know what I'm saying? Everything going to come out. So you got to have, you know, the, the, depending on what, what situation and what you're doing. You know what I mean? Is we going on a seven-day campaign where we just going to go in the woods and just uh, set up whatever the hell we're setting up? Or is we um, going to the city, you know? Is we going underground? What is we doing? You know? Like the brother said before, you know, we got to just click up, pair up, and then we're able to build a fort. Then we can, you know, hold up the solar panels and you can start, you know what I mean? The community could come together. We could put our food together. You know, we could put our onions with tomatoes and we could start having nice little salads. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, handgun, I, I, I recommend always look for the ammo. Don't do nothing exotic where you ain't going to be able to find no ammo for your piece. That's suicide. You know, and uh, practice you want to say something, I'll just add on that right now. I would say because we're dealing with depending on where you at, but in California we're dealing with a two two three ammo ban right now. So you know those that has weapons that's using two two three. If you're not sitting there making your own uh, ammunition from reload to whatever your source is, you know we won't get so in depth that that you can make your own bullets and you know they. And if you put the right time into it, they'll come out working just as good or even better than those uh, that you can buy. Uh, all it is is to just learn the craft and teach the craft to the, to the people in the youth. Uh, I just wanted to add that on. Don't have to that. It's a good point. Oh, yeah. So for my workaround, because I'm in Cali, so my workaround for that 223 barrel is to uh, swap, uh, swap the barrel out to a 308. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm gonna go with the 308, and um, and then I got the uh, what's the cow for the chop chop for uh, the 762. <clears throat> um, so you know those are two calipers I'm rolling with right now. Um, put the swap out by the barrel. Um, that's why I recommend the Smith and West and Smith and West is do that. So you got a Smith and West and 223, you can swap the barrel out and upgrade it to the blackout 308. 
You know what I'm saying? So the blackout 308 is going to be the push right now to the 223 bullets and stand. You see what I'm saying? So like brother, hey, hey, Rua said, you got to go, you going to have to go take a reloading class. They got reloading classes at your gunshots. It really ain't that hard. It ain't that expensive to um, to get your own reloads uh, popping. You know, it really ain't. But uh, you definitely want to take class so you make sure your, your, your shit is right and you ain't blowing your ass up. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, the brother the brother made a very good point with that right there, especially if you want Cali. Also, uh, you can go to Walmart. I mean, you, you can get a much better kit, but just for those that's uh, doing it on a budget, you can go to Walmart and get your big gun cleaning kit for about twenty two, twenty five bucks, something like that. But you know, hit up hit up your surplus stores, hit up your compilers, uh, your outdoor uh, sporting gear shops like that, and eventually, you know, invest in a good cleaning kit. Also, you know, keep 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 your oils and lubricants for your weapons. Uh, make sure that you treat your weapon just like you would yourself and your woman. You know what I'm saying? You take care of your weapon, your weapon will take care of you. you don't take care of your weapon, your weapon ain't going to take care of you when you need it most. Uh, one thing that I did leave out is that also another thing you want to do is invest in either the thigh or the ankle holders. Always keep your little revolver or Dillinger on you for the last minute uh, backup. You know, the pistol is falling smaller. They got the little, they, they even got 45 uh, caliber Dillingers now. So, you know, Keep that, keep that on you at all times. That's just that last resort. You don't know. Uh, shit might get hairy. You might uh, end up on your back on the ground or something. You know, you got to reach for that little bitty thing thing to go ahead and handle that business. So I just wanted to make sure I throw that out there. But family uh, feeling all real nice right now, going in real strong. You know, I like what I, I'm hearing right now. So. I say to that, Brother Heyru, let me throw in that, uh, let me throw in a revolver game, right? That's what I'm starting to fall in love with, right? So nice little 38 on the ankle. You know what I mean? Like the brother has said, get your little ankle holster, throw that little 38 up on there, man. Hey, hey, let me tell you, man. Revolvers go. That's all I'm going to say. Get your little revolver. Get your little holster. You got to practice drawing. You know, dry, dry fire. I dry fire all the time. You know, you can't never get old of that. You got to know what what your weapon feel like loaded and empty. You know what I mean? So that way you know by feel uh, where you at when you got to reload. And don't reload on your last bullet. Reload when you got about two or three left. You know what I'm saying? Just in case you got you need that clip, you, hey, you might need two more three shots. And you got two more three left in that clip. You know what I'm saying? Don't ever run it dry like that. But um, go into the range. And get your trigger game up. Breathing. You got to get your breathing, and you got to get your trigger pull. You know what I mean? I believe uh, a lot of people uh, on the exhale, they'll uh, pull the trigger. Because um, basically um, a nice little thing when you dry fire, <clears throat> what I like to practice, put you a coin on top of uh, – uh, I, got, I got a Glock 9. So I'll put a coin on top of that. I think it'll be, it'll be a little harder on the revolver. You're going to have to come up with a own little situation. you got a round um, you got a round barrel. But if you got a, a square barrel, a, a slide back, a cock back, like a nine or something like like a block nine, you throw you a, a coin on top of it right in front of the um, the, side, the front sight, and you squeeze that trigger, and that also coin better not fall off. Also, too, I just want to interject. When you got your weapon empty, right, 
if you got an M16 or M9 handgun or a rifle, you want to do some uh, simulations, crawls, going under uh, uh, rails and stuff like that, leaning against the walls, uh, rolling over the dirt and stuff like that as well. I just want to throw that out there. I say different firing positions. Yes, you want to get used to holding your weapon and running with it too as well. I say. Uh, so a weighted vest will be well to invest in when you're doing your workouts. Get your weighted vest to simulate all your gear to be. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, so you might have a vest. Which, how much is the vest weigh, Big Hand Dog? Um, like about uh, ten pounds, six go? Well, I, I know mine is 150 pounds. I got mine from Strengths.com, so but but you can go to Big Five and get you, you know. 20, 30-pound weighted vest, man, for about 40, 50 bucks, something like that at Big Five or Sports LA. Uh, damn. So you got all, you got metal plates in your vest, then, huh? Yeah, I got metal bars in my weighted vest, man. It, it, it goes up to 150 pounds, and that's why I, I hit my dips and pull-ups and push-ups on that. Okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. What's up on that? And also, too, you want to get, like like the brother said, by investing in the Kim gear and, uh, you know, a gas mask, you want to go to the firing range with that stuff on, too. You want to get, like, for instance, if if if, if they come with some gas or, or stuff like that, chemical warfare, you have your chem suit on, you want to get used to shooting with the, um, you know, see how it feels to shoot with the uh, chem suit on, the mop gear, what we call mop. Um, I say, I say. That's why I would say uh, do your dry fire practice and we uh, fully geared up as well. Right, hand-to-hand combat as well. When you're hand-to-hand combat, practice uh, drawing out your knives and your machetes and sheathing it um, so you don't cut your goddamn self in the middle of combat. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, man, get, get with a partner and train too, man. Train, let them get on top of you and choke you out. You know, uh, get your escape zone. You know right. what I mean? Uh, practice pain on each other. You know what I mean? Um, you got to. You got to practice taking and giving pain, man. And you know also, I mean? too, it's good to know pressure points and know where the muscles are at and where muscles are not are not are at. I say. Not at. Give us a few examples real quick, brother, if you can. Well, behind the kidneys, there's no muscle. So if you get hit right there, ask De La Hoya, you're going down. So that's that one You know what I'm saying If you get hit in the temple Ask Roy Jones You're going down That's the end of that Down Boom You get hit behind the jaw Where the ear is at You're going down You know if you get hit in the nose You know your nerves Your eyes are connected to your nose Your eyes water up Hey, hey, vision, balance, breath. And then, and then you your know. breathing. It fucks your breathing up. If you get hit in the solar plexus, you knock the wind out the person. Uh. You get hit in the testicles, that's going to sting them for a minute, drop them down. Well, and mm. then, too, you want to know about chokeholds, right? Talk to So, me. like, it's a chokehold where you stand behind the person and you have your, you know, whichever hand go underneath the chin or the neck or that, and that hand grabs. The other forearm, the forearm grabs the back of the head. It's like it's like a reverse uh, police chokehold. That's what they call that. And that's pretty yep. hard to get out of if you can even get out of it. Nah, you really ain't getting out of that. You out. Not yeah, that's that, 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 about three seconds or less if you apply it right. You out of it. Right. 
And then two, you know, grabbing the hand, the pressure points in the hand, keep you know, you can grab somebody's hand and bring them to the down. You know, grab their uh, pinky and bring them down. Speak over that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can twist the pinky in a certain way, and when you grab them, they can't, you know, there's so much pain that they can't do nothing. They're going to come down. They're going to do what you say. I say. You know what I'm saying? And even, too, a little side note, if you got high blood pressure, if you got a migraine, you can grab the pressure points in your hand, and that that will that will uh, take away the migraine. About 10 Word? minutes. Right. My grandma used to do that. Yeah, my grandma used to do that to me when I was a little boy. She, she was Native American. She used to grab my pressure points, and that make my pressure or my headache go away. That's right. Look at Grams. Grams know what's happening. African yeah. science at work. African science, Olmec science. Yes, sir. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Um, but yeah, uh, the hand game, the shotgun. Let's see, what 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 else we got, brother? Hey, we believe in anything else? Oh, you gotta have your weapon. Uh, you gotta have weapon carriers. You know, your weapon bag. So you know, if you got an AR long rifle, get you a nice little bag that can hold at least about five mags. I would say, you know, and uh, some cleaning kit. Have your cleaning kit in there. They got the little board, a snake board. Um, you just drop a little weighted part through your uh through the uh barrel and then you just pull it through and then get all the blackness and stuff up out of there and then you know uh I, I, I like the um oil cleanser so I like I like the two in one thing. I recommend that that you clean it and get it oiled at the same time. Like the brother uh hey we had mentioned always keep your guns oiled. I'm gonna say your knives as well. Um don't neglect not oiling your knives because you don't want to get your shit rusty. Or sharpening, um, yeah. Sharpen them as well, you know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta master your sharpening skills. Um, and get you a lot of magazines for whatever gun you got. Yeah, you know, right. You don't want to be caught reloading, um, all like that, uh, where you got to put each goddamn bullet in the mag. You don't want to be doing that. You want your you want your magazines ready to rock and roll. So get you a, a holster, and get you at least I recommend at least having five mags. Up on your holster, right? Uh, all right, having five mags in your holder, holster plus the one that's in your clip. You dig it? Um, you know, and I because I, I, try, I try to hit you up with a hundred rounds. That's just how, how I brother little thing. You know, sir, I'm trying to hit them up with a hundred rounds for a hundred clowns. You dig? And um, that's why you got to get your accuracy up, man. You know, if you ain't got fifty million bullets, you gotta you gotta be frugal. And you gotta make each shot count. You understand what I'm saying? You gotta make each shot count. So if you a headhunter, you gotta make make sure you want it done. You a body man, you might have to put two through the same one just in case they got something on. You understand what I'm saying? So you gotta know distance and range. You gotta you know what if some dust is in your eye, the wind is on there. You still gotta shoot straight. You don't want to be that nigga. That was shooting outside the club, let off a whole goddamn round. They hit no crackers, nothing. They hit nobody. <laughs> See what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, and then awareness. Don't start the fight in the middle when you wide open. You ain't got no cover. Make sure you got cover first. Make sure you, you ain't going to get snuck up on from the back and get choked out or get stabbed up or get shot in the back. 
get your 360 awareness like a motherfucker. You understand what I'm saying? Don't just be doing no reckless shit. Think about it. If you're in the car, open up the car and learn how to use the car. Shoot, open the door. Shoot through the door. You know what I'm saying? Not shoot through the door. Shoot behind the door, I'm saying. Also, too, use the I door want to say, since we're talking about warfare, too, you want to practice holding your breath underwater and then, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. Get used to being out in the mud, wrestling in the mud, stuff like that. You know, getting into trees, looking down with your scopes. Uh, I also practice one-handed. Practice right. like you got an injury. Right. Surveillance. You know what I'm saying? That That's everything right there. Reconnaissance is everything. That's 90% of the battle, man. You gotta know where you at. You gotta know a wall is behind you. You gotta know ten feet away. I could go over here and get away. You gotta know your surroundings, people. How the hell are you gonna get whooped on in your own house, your own area? Right. Can't let that happen. You gotta know every nook and cranny of your city, or your block, or your county, or whatever the hell you at, nigga. Know your spot. If you're in the wilderness, know. A good Go ahead, that you have to use with that is uh, get getting uh, what is it called? Is it Google Google Maps or some shit like that? The Google Earth shit, yeah, Google Earth. Uh, you could type in longitude and latitude, and it'll give you an overhand look on a satellite. You could also use it for other things that uh, doesn't need to be set on here. That's kind of like on on the underground uh, railroad Harriet Tubman jump off. Or we, we can have that amongst each other. But uh, in the longitude latitude into that, you can pretty much get a good overhead view uh, using a map. Uh, if you took GIS, any 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 type of class on GIS, then you would notice and you would have access to the uh, software or whatnot. But what what you can do with that is that you can print out, you know, maps of uh, uh, different areas. You can even zoom in uh, actually more than what, what should be allowed. It's kind of uh, actually up for grabs on being a, a privacy issue. But it's a good resource. Uh, it's in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Utilize it. Use it. Uh, it can be used to grab uh, images. Uh, I don't know the time the, the time in between how long it takes within capturing each image or whatnot, but let's just say you know your enemies at such and such longitude, latitude, you can use a satellite up in the sky to zoom in on that location, actually look at where your target is, take a picture of them, use that image, use that information, plan out a strategic uh, battle plan on how to get in, get out, hit your target, get in and get out. Uh, With that, also invest in a uh, map, because uh, spend good money on it, too. The more good money you spend on the map, uh, the more information and detail you're going to get from that map so that you can learn back roads or old roads that uh, used to be taken that aren't frequently taken in order to get in and get out. Because you know that when shit go down, they're going to block off all the main highways. And uh, the, the first uh, spots that we're coming to, you know, your, your mind as a human being is, I'm going to go this way. They already know that that's how you're thinking. They're not really thinking for you to uh, 
dope down uh, old roads that people really don't know about anymore. So, you know, that's also a good thing to keep inside your arsenal. Invest in a good survival handbook. Get a few of them. Uh, I would say go the military route or, or, or you know, anything military in a survival handbook. That's good. Get that. Study that. Frequently, uh, like the brother said, uh, get a books on medicinal herbs, uh, what herbs are edible, so that you're able to make your own medicine, uh, invest in good needles in case you have to, you know, sew yourself up. I forgot the, the name of the thread or whatnot. If, if the brother knows that, uh, he can throw that out there for you in case you got to stitch yourself up or whatnot. Uh, I know it does have a certain name to it. Uh, also, what is it called, you know, the tactical pack, invest in a tactical vest with the water pack in it, you know what I'm saying, so that while you're out in the field, you can keep yourself hydrated at all times. Uh, with the tactical vest or any vest that you go to buy, uh, make sure that uh, it's not going to be just you try it on and then you take it off. You want to uh, keep it off for at least to get 20, 30 minutes to get the real feel of it. Uh, vests come and might cause you some some uncomfortability. So and you might have to do some uh, some of your own personal changes, you know what I'm saying, for, for you to adapt to the feeling or the chafing or whatever discomfort you might have from that vest. So I just want to throw that out there. So a few things that I, uh, I didn't get to go over that I didn't want to forget. So continue to build, family. Yeah, I forgot the name of the needle, but I know it's just a surgical needle, though, for sure. Or a, sur- a surgical uh, suture or something like that. Yeah, there you go. That's what I think it's called, a surgical suture. So uh, sew yourself up. Yeah, that's what's up. Gotta feel thyself, know thyself, man. You know, it's gonna be combat. You know what I'm talking about? Um, you don't wanna lose no leg. You definitely ain't trying to catch no gang green and shit like that, you know what I mean? Um I mean if you do, we got wheelchairs and throw you a rifle. Oh, that's another <laughs> Lock and thing load too. soldier. Lock and load comrade soldier. Go down, we gotta make uh you gotta be able to make them little uh with some little little carry, some little carry things to get your comrade off the field. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, you get a cot, get some cots too. You know what I mean? Get a cot, and we got to have a medical person in there with the medical person to have that little uh, cot to carry uh, somebody off the field. You know what I mean? Um you got to have somebody in your team that's a medical group. So if you're rolling with a four, four or five unit squad, one of y'all got to be medical. Um, and you got to get it in like that. And then, um, yeah, man. Yeah, always you can't never have too many magazines is what I'm going to say. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in that. You know what I mean? You ain't trying to go spend the night, and this ain't no goddamn vacation. So I figure you need more magazines and food. Anything else? Water, magazine, and food. You know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, man. Make sure you just got your um. Because your, sometimes you can't waste the bullet, or you got to be silent. You can't get give off your enemy thing. So he, he, he you know, because I'm a roll with a sword. You know, the family seen my swords already. They know, they know that's no bullshitting over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm rolling with a sword. 
you know what I'm talking about? So, I, I, you know, you should have you a weapon that you can do some damage without making no noise. Brother Heru, quick question. What do you think about having a remote control helicopter and putting a camera on it or a remote control car and putting a camera on it so that way you can surveillance while you hiding out? I think that's a wonderful thing. Uh, we see that now with the use of the drone. But um, y'all understand, like some people can't afford seven hundred and fifty bucks, but you can get you a, uh, you know, like a decent remote control helicopter for about a hundred, and throw your camera on there for about forty five, fifty bucks. Nigga, that's an excellent plan. I might yeah, have that right now. Yeah, I, I would even say that, that the car for the ground, because they ain't really going to be looking for nobody using a remote control car like that. They're more so going to be looking in the sky for it. So that, yeah, that's an excellent uh, tool as well. I agree with that. Yeah, so, I agree with that 1,000. That, that's nice. Or you need some Duracell batteries, and you owe Or even solar, you know, because sometimes they solar panel. I mean, you don't even need that. You use solar-operated remote control stuff. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. But, yeah, man, water filters, you just hit me with water filters. They got something called the Berkey water filter. I like the Berkey water I like the Berkey water filter. Uh, It could take nice toxic shit and make it drinkable. Um. So, you know, if you got a lake just sitting in water, you scoop it up with the Berkey filter, and it is uh make it uh, drinkable for you. Um, you. You should spend some bread on the filter because that's your life, goddammit, and you need water. You know what I'm talking about? So, um, you know, if you got a PlayStation, you got an Xbox One, you got some uh, your fancy-ass phone, ain't no goddamn reason why you can't have no nice water filter. Say, right. say the drama for your mama. You know what I mean? Because you don't care about your life while I'm doing goddamn, man. You know what I'm saying? Brief, it's still some brief control out there for the family. If you, can't, if you don't have the means to make a water filter, take a two-liter bottle of water or a gallon, an uh, empty jug of a gallon, and cut the bottom out. You want to cut the bottom out is just like you're making, like, a funnel. You want to take a coffee filter and place that inside of a bottle then you want to go to, like, uh, I know they sell them at, like, Petco, things like that. They got the little bags of the charcoal. They go inside the water filters for the animals and shit. You want to keep that on you. Put that in there, add a, add a little bit of sand, and, and add some, um, some, some, some some rocks to it. Not big rocks, like uh, like the type you would put in a fish tank. Yeah, but you want to go to the aquarium. Yeah, you, you want to run your water through that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's I say that that. first come to worst, and you don't got you, you don't have a water filter. Or you got one, you lose it. You know what I'm saying? Anything happen, you can put one together. You know, right then and there, out in the field. Oh yeah, have you a tarp? Um, that where you can collect rainwater on. You know, have you a tarp with a hole that goes straight into a bucket where you can collect some rainwater? You know. And then and then drop that rainwater into the filters before you drink it. You know what I'm talking about? Or boil it. Worst come to worst, boil it. You know, worst come to worst, boil it. 
And also, too, if you got some gold or silver, it's some videos on YouTube on how to break it down so you can make it monatomic and cloyoto and ionic. You could drink that, and that's going to knock out any germ, virus, or bacteria. I take mines every day. And then um, learn some fire, get some fire starting shit where you ain't here. You don't need a big light. At least get some wood matches or get some, some something. You know, but get, learn how to get that stone, that stone flint shit that they got, you know. Go ahead and go ahead and scoot you up one of those. Um, yeah, you got to have you a fire maker, you know. Just think about everything you need and think about if all the power went out. Say, fucking, I ain't paying my bills this week. I ain't paying my bills this motherfucker. How how you going to get by? You know, it ain't the end. It ain't the end of everything. You know, you just got to look at candlelight for a little bit when a rock go down. Um, you know. But that's it, man. We got to just, you know, just wean ourselves off the beast and start realizing that, um, you know, the quicker we do that, the quicker we get off, we get our freedom. You know, I hate to say this quote, but give Caesar what, back to Caesar what is Caesar's. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I like that. And that's the real shit. Let the fag be the fag, man. We don't need nothing to fag up. We gotta, we gotta really look at it as we start. We gotta start from scratch, y'all. Let's start from scratch and create our own shit from scratch. That's cool. I mean, it's your own shit. When you built your own house, oh man, goddamn it! Can't tell me that's that prior. You know, they have meetups on um, how to build tiny and off-the-grid homes. If you just go to meetup.com and look it up, and what happens is whoever, like, for instance, whoever wants a tiny home built, that class or that group of people work on that house, and that's how you get your experience, and that's how you get your house built. And I want to say, too, usually when people demo a building or something like that, because I took construction technologies, you can get those materials free. Or if you go to your local college, and talk to an instructors that, that work in a um, construction field, you can get the materials after they tear down the buildings for for that semester. You can get the you can get the uh leftovers of all the wood and the nails. Just FYI. That's good info, family. Yeah, word up. You know what it did, hey Root? <clears throat> it might be that brother uh Ace Energy. Brother Ace Energy on YouTube. He got a lot of shit for the family where hey, uh, he making uh, electricity out the arm. Um, you know, he making building pyramids, building um, he building uh shit out the earth. You know what I mean, like our ancestors did. And uh, he got a lot of valuable shit. He got the uh, DVDs and stuff you could get, and uh, he he teach you how to do it up on there as well. Um. Another brother, hey, Rue, had hit him up, tried to get him on the show. He ain't get him, he ain't get him back up. But, um, yeah, that brother right there, he got a, he got a nice little um, how to do on how to create your own electricity and uh, <clears throat> build yourself a, a place of uh, residence uh, using the earth. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a, a nice, nice tool that I believe every man needs to possess. 
you know what I mean, and pass that knowledge down to, um, generation after generation. You know, um, and uh, yeah, again, I'm gonna recommend go hunting, people. Uh, kill something. We gotta go kill something, man. Um, you know, gotta go kill something. Um, shit, you're gonna be in a revolution, goddammit. You're gonna have to kill something. So you're gonna have to get used to it. Um, so you don't be no scaredy cat when it's time to go down. So the blood don't make you pass out. So the stench and the stink of it don't make you pass out. You know what I mean? Kill something where you can see fleas walking on going through that motherfucker. I mean, you just got to desensitize yourself. You grabbing the guts, smelling the funk. You know, you know, got to get it in. Even if you throw up, go ahead and knock that out. Get it over with. Um, desensitize yourself, you know. Get bad about it. Because, uh, you know. It ain't no pretty game, you know. It ain't no pretty game, so you got to change your mindset, change your uh, your attitude, and um, get prepared for what's uh, what's gonna come. If you want your freedom, if not, shit, keep doing what you're doing. You know what I mean? Turn the TV on, just you know. I might uh, have to hop off real quick. Got a collect call. Like power, brother hand dog. Thanks for coming through and giving uh all your little info and everything. You know what I mean. Black power. Black power, power, brother. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you all. Thank you, brother Henry. That's my brother Henry, man. You know I messed with him at the Karaz Temple. You know what I'm saying? Ex-military brother, and uh, yeah, I'm always building with the brother every day. You know what I mean? Um. Yeah, that's my military homie, man. That's how we do. Like my brother, Hey Ru. You know what I mean? Brother Calls on the line. Uh, Master for Brother Calls, because it was a book that Brother Calls had uh, sent me a while back. Uh, I'm looking for it now, but I can't find it. But the book, was, it was a very good book on art. Uh, going off the grid and, and, and how to build uh, shelters and things of that nature. So I wanted to know if he had the title on that so we can get that out to the family. But if we can't get it to you uh, to tonight, we'll make sure that we do get that out to the family. Uh, most definitely, that's something that is uh, very important. Uh, there was a few items I wanted to go over. Uh, it might be a little over. I got it right here. Uh, I got it right here, Brother Hayru. Okay, it's the Prepper's ahead. Long-Term Survival Guide sir. by Jim Cobb. Um, it's called the Prepper's Long-Term Survival Guide by Jim Cobb. Um, and he got another survival one I'm looking for that the brother uh, handed out that was excellent in my opinion. Um, but I only see that one right now, brother. Hey, Ruth, forgive me for uh, interrupting, brother. I was just going to go over a few items. If you need to take a shower, you can use these two items together, and you can be able to get a hot shower. They're not very big. They're they're very uh, compact and easy to store inside of your bag. Uh, This one is battery-powered. I do know that they do have one that is solar-powered. You can just do your research and find what's best suitable for you. It's called an Ivation battery-powered handheld portable shower turns water from a bucket basin sink into a steady gentle stream 
It is powered by a built-in lithium rechargeable battery. Uh, you can buy that uh, coupled as well with a Ally Precision Premier Line 742G bucket water heater. Once again, that's an Ally Precision the Premier Line 742G bucket water heater, and that'll make sure that the, uh, the water that you pour into the bucket, even if you have to take that water out of a, out of a river or lake or stream or whatnot, it's going to provide you with that source of hot water so that you can clean yourself with it. And basically, you could take that and look at it, and you could uh, find other uses, uses uh, for it while you out there in the zone in the wilderness or going off the grid for yourself, you know what I'm saying, multiple uses. This is going to provide you with a source of hot, clean water. So, uh, that's one thing. Uh, they have a outdoor coffee maker. So, you know, coffee would be the easiest drug for you out there to get your caffeine going. Uh, they got some that are portable, some where you could just take uh, sticks, twigs, and leaves off of the ground and burn it and use that as the source to heat your water. They come in all uh, different prices, starting from low to high, starting from $30, going anywhere all the way up to uh, $500. So, you know, it's up to you. The, the higher line is a little bit overkill, things like that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, I was waiting to get into what we was going to put out for your survival ones for under G. So whenever you wanted to get in, I'm ready for that as well. So I'm just uh, going with the flow, family. Yes, sir. Nice little segue. We can get into that right now, family. Um, yeah, we can go into that right now. Okay, I'll put out one. And, uh, you put out. We just go back and forth. Uh, as far as in the shotgun, family, because I think uh, we're focusing on shotguns, but I guess we'll just cover what we can. Uh, we can go on and on with this. So. Caltech right now has a KSG uh, shotgun, $990, 12-gauge, 18.5-inch uh, barrel length. Uh, it holds, uh, has a total capacity of 6 plus 1. Uh, it weighs 6.9 pounds. When loaded, 8.5 pounds, 26.1-inch, uh, a height of uh, 7 inches. That's $990. Uh, shotgun... Uh, under $1,000. Uh, also, for your uh, 22 uh, caliber needs when you just are out there getting it in, uh, look the Caltech once more. They got the SU-22. Uh, very good 22 LR plunker gun, as, I, as uh, we like to call them. Uh, you can get that for $547. Uh, look around. You might be able to find it cheaper depending on where it is and where your locale is. Uh, it might cost you a little bit more. Uh, another one coming in from Caltech would be the Sub-2000. Uh, Sub-2000 comes in 9mm and 40 Smith & Wesson. Uh, there is a Generation 2 coming out, which fixes and adds some improvements from the Generation 1. Uh, the Generation 2 should be available uh, sometime between the end of July, early August, depending on where you are. It might be available in your area now. That'll cost you $500. There are multiple upgrades that you can add to that. Uh, I would like to call it pistol caliber AR. 
that's actually how it's classified as. Uh, also, make sure and look at the gun laws in your state and in your city. Uh, you know, we got a lot of fucked up laws in some areas, especially here in California. Uh, the gun may or may not be available to you based on its speeding ramp issue or its uh, semi-automatic, uh, automatic, or however it is, a uh, gun bullet button release. Uh, if the button is there, you have to use a tool. Or you could just, that's another thing I want to cover. Excuse me, I mean to jump over. But if you have an AR and you live in a state where you are required to have a, what is it called, the bullet button, what this is mm-hmm. is that they remove the, the, the clip ejector and it makes you have to use a tool to eject the clip. To get around on that is to buy the magnet. It's a little magnet. They sell them for whatever the gun is, but, but specifically for that making model. It is illegal to have it. But as long as it's not on the gun, you know what I'm saying, when they come and, and you get searched or you out in the public, they cannot arrest you for it. It doesn't mean that you can't have it. It just means that it can't be on the gun while you're out in public. So that's one fix to that. They also have a ring that you can put on your finger with a, a gun release uh, with, with a clip ejector on it as well. So you want to find whatever's best for you, depending on your locale and, and, and where you're at. Uh, Smith & Wesson also uh, has a good, uh, in the MP line, a 22 AR uh, out there for getting your plunker in and for all your 22 caliber needs. Yeah, the uh, MP 15-22. Uh, I, I actually recommend that for, for the family, you know what I'm saying? It's a real fun uh, get it in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, Mossberg sir. Also, Mossberg also has one. Uh, Mossberg makes more than shotguns nowadays. Uh, unfortunately, with the Mossberg AR, you cannot switch out the upper railing or change the caliber due to the fact that the way that they made it. But uh, it does come in 22 and 9 millimeter uh, variants. I don't think they have a 40 on that one. Uh, High Point has a carbine coming in 9 millimeter, 40, and 45. Uh, a good 45 uh, AR rifle. Some people say that uh, High Point is garbage, but it's actually a pretty decent carbine. And uh, you could also add on to that. You have uh, several upgrades to that as well. Dealing with uh, scopes, uh, clips edition, lights, sights, uh, lasers, things of that nature, extended clips, drums, uh, all at an affordable price uh, available to you. Uh, my man is a Glock man. For me, I like the SIG. The SIG is is a little bit more expensive than the Glock, but uh, the SIG won't do you wrong. SIGs come in pistols and, and ARs. Uh, I go with the SIG on the AR. Uh, they make very decent, reliable ARs, and they also do very good uh, pistol caliber ARs, but it is going to run you in over the $1,000 uh, price range and limit on that. Uh, they do have a 1911 by SIG called the Nightmare. It is a wonderful piece of uh, a, 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 a wonderful tool to add to your gear. Uh, I don't know how much I can say or how much I can go in on it. I love it so much. It actually turns me on. But I uh, don't really want to get too much into that, but that's just my factuation on that. Um, <laughs> you can grab that for about eight and some change. 
the for between eight and nine, depending on the customs that you add to it, and depending on your area and where you at. Uh, another good pistol uh, that's up there in the high range is the HK. HK pistols will cost you over a thousand dollars, but you, it, they won't steer you wrong. Uh, you'll be very happy with them. And uh, as well as the Glock as well, uh, you have another company called F and H. Uh, right now with uh, very good, high-quality pistols and ARs as well. Uh, you got the Frankenstein pistol, the 2245 MK3. Look out for that. Uh, the good thing that, that fascinates me about that is that you can do so much with it. It's almost like a Lego gun. Uh, looking at it like that. Uh, right now, you might find bad reviews, but if you do get one, um, you do want to make upgrades to it uh, right away off the back. Uh, dealing with the clip feed issue on the inside, uh, it has plastic parts in it, so you want to make sure you swap out all that plastic for aluminum uh, or, or titanium. I, w- I would say go with the titanium. Also, uh, on your Glocks and on your pistols, uh, you want to make sure you upgrade that spring, you know what I'm saying, to that aluminum guide rod. Yes, sir. Uh, if you're using that stock plastic rod after about 400, 500 rounds before you get to 1,000 rounds, depending on your, on, on your pistol, uh, that shit will bend in the shreds. So yes, sir. I, I could testify to that, uh, hey, Rue. I could, I, could, I could verify your claim on that, brother. Uh, when it comes to weapons, uh, I got a fetish. Uh, they like women and me, so we can go in on this on night. Hey, you keep, you ain't, you ain't, you, yeah, you keep going, brother. You doing well. I can't do no better than what you doing. You done covered every ground. Keep your eye out for that as well. Also, on your upgrades, uh, dealing with, if you got silencers, that's legal in your state, compensators, things of that nature. Uh, go to the manufacturer, whatever your weapon is, and look up, uh, you know, what upgrades and what attachments you can add to it. And then after that, uh, don't just buy any attachment from any company like that or any upgrades. Uh, make sure that you go with a company that uh, did very in-depth testing of these things and uh, using them under uh, intense high uh, pressures of contents, telling you that at a certain temperature, Will the weapon malfunction, or will it cause it to melt, or will it cause the the upper railing to to, to even explode or malfunction on you? And that uh, we have seen that happen. It is very unfortunate that this does happen, but the best way to prevent that from happening is to take care of your weapon, keeping it clean, proper oiled up, and knowing your weapon better than you know yourself. So, yes, I'm sir. On that, let the family go in. I was just going to add on, man, like, again, uh, revolvers, um, you know, get you a little six shot. They got nice little revolvers like the Smith & Wesson 38, or you can go ahead and get you the, uh, they got the Governor, you know, if you wanted the Governor, shoot the 45, I believe, just like a, a little small hand cannon. And then uh, they got you got the 44. That could probably run you a little bit over a G, though. Um, as you start getting into the, um, it just depends on the look of it because they get all nice and chrome. Um, I like Smith and Wesson uh, revolvers, man, tested and proved. Um, so most of the stuff I, I say, family, is because I've been at the range and I use them. So I, 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 you know, I only speak for what I've been using. Um, 
I love Glocks, like the brother said. So um, the Glock 21, um, the Glock, uh, that's the 45 cal. The Glock 26 is a small 9-millimeter cal. That's a nice little everyday carry. Um, you got the Glock 19. That's, um, you know, my sister got one of those. It's a 9-millimeter uh, uh, medium size. Nice little, it fits uh, fits like a, a full size in your hand, but the barrel is me, a medium size. Or then you get the Glock 17, which I rock with, the full size 9. Um, you know, I rock with the um, for, uh, the Glock 21 as well, the 4.5. Um, they got the 40 cal. Uh, one of my uh, co-workers got, I shot it with his ass at the range. Uh, I must go. Um, I think about gave me one of them mugs, but the um, I forgot I forgot the model of it, but the Glock, the forty cal, that's the one of us, uh, one of Piggy to be rolling with. Um, Smith and Wesson as well. Smith and Wesson handguns, you know what I mean? I like those, the MP editions. MP, um, they got like the MP uh forty five. That mug's a beast. The MP forty or the MP nine. Um, they even got the twenty two. You want to get your seed? Uh, handgun, a, a nice, a nice 22 caliber handgun. Uh, I think they call it like rimfire or some, some like that, some shit like that. It's a nice little 22 handgun, and the, and the uh, rifle. I would recommend an M&P 15-22, like the brother uh, mentioned before, because it looks like an AR. So when he upgrade to an AR, it won't be uh, it, everything will be the same. It'll be just smooth. It'll just be a higher caliber. That's it. But it shouldn't. It should be an easy transition. To be honest with you. Um, other than that, like you said, um, they got a band on the two two three. So um, I recommend uh, rocking with the three hundred eight. Um, the MP rifles got the nice blackout three hundred eight. Um, I like those because it's not. It's a nice big caliber. If you when you go hunting, you can take something down with that. You can take big game down with that. You know what I mean? And anytime you shoot long range. I recommend to spend money on the glass because you you looking out you looking out out thing you want to be able to see what you because you spend cheap stuff it can get foggy on your lens you know what I mean it may not be as clear it may not have uh, all the uh, uh, range and uh, dial information um, on the dial so um, really spend your money on your um, really spend your money on your glass. I, I recommend spend your money more on your glass than you do your weapon. Um, it's me personally, but uh, what's them call it? So they got the three hundred eight, the M uh, M and P ten. It's the three hundred eight. Um, it's slash seven six two. So let's see what I'm saying. And uh, it's gonna cost you about fifteen hundred bucks, though, eighteen hundred bucks, depending on how you how you soup that one up. But um, that's because they banned it. They banned the two two three, so I don't know what city, or your state, and all that uh, law stuff. But um, you know, you might want to invest in that, or just build build your builder. Um, you can build you one from scratch as well. That, that might cost you a little more money because you can um put all the parts on it that you want. Um, but that's always a nice option. But um, as far as, as far as that goes, because this this could go on all day, all night. You know, we love weapons, but um, the Mossberg shotgun pumps, you go to Big Five, you could come up for about $600. You could get you something nice. You could walk up, up, up out of there. Um, 
I don't know about your laws, but I know in Cali it'll probably take you about a month because you got to get cleared and all that. Um, then after your first gun, it'll probably take you 10 days. It takes you 10 days to just uh, come home with one. Um, other than that, a nice shotgun. So um, I find you a range where you can go uh, skeet shooting. I, rec- I recommend doing that so that way you get used to shooting something that's moving and not just stationary. It gets boring just shooting something stationary all the time. And go to an outdoor range because the outdoor range, I mean, Cali, you got the Los Angeles uh, outdoor range where the SWAT and the, uh, and the piggies be shooting at, right? And they got like up to 600 yards. You know, so you can shoot up to 600 yards on the plate. Um, yeah. And then you um, always start with a 22. I recommend if you're brand new just to get your um, the mechanics of shooting down. It ain't just pull it, it is just point and shoot, but at the same time you gotta because uh, when the when the when the when the when the when the, when the trigger pull that fire and that, that kickback, you gotta be able to handle that. You know what I mean? So the twenty two will get you used to the noise and the sound and, and, and the fire coming out because the higher caliber you get, the more the bigger the fire spark out the out the gun you're gonna get. And the, the closer the barrel is to your face, that could it could uh, it could uh you know. It could shake you up a little bit. You gotta get used to that. I'm gonna just say it took me it took me about two thousand to five thousand rounds to get my trigger pulled down. You know what I mean? Because um, you hearing you at the gun range, you hearing um, everybody else shoot at the same time. That make you a little jumpy. You gotta get used to all that. And the fire coming out the gun, there's just the power of the gun. You know, um, all that man. And then keeping focus and hitting your target. You know what I mean? Um, that that that's gonna come with practice, man. So you want to make sure that uh, you know you got you got that on muscle memory. So I recommend you know um, to stash away, stash away a couple hundred dollars a month, you know, for some ammo, and go play and go play with your toys up there, man. You know, go shoot about a hundred rounds. You don't you don't gotta go two bananas. You know, shoot about a hundred rounds. You know what I mean? But um. Concentrate when you're doing it. Don't just be doing it. Just, just you know, the first time you're gonna just be having fun with your weapon. I understand that, but after that, really start training, start taking it more serious, start going through your mechanics, start understanding your gun, and clean it after every use. You know what I mean? You play with it when you're at home. Make it like I said, dry fire. You can put a coin, put a coin on top of the slide, pull the slide, and make sure the coin um, don't fall off. And then when you go to the range, use that same technique you were using at home and see if that don't make a difference on your accuracy. See if that where you point the gun now, it ain't going to where you want to go. Because what happens is when you take it to the range and you don't practice this thing, you pull the trigger and you're going to say, damn, man, I was pointing in the middle. How come it flew all the way up to the right? Damn, man, I was pointing in the middle. How come it flew all the way up to the left? Damn, man, how come it keep dipping down? Damn, man. You see what I'm saying? So to have that control, so when you're pointing in the middle and it's going in the middle, you got to make sure your stance is correct. you got the proper uh, pressure and the power up on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? you got to yeah, – there's a lot of stuff you got to do. A lot of stuff you got to yeah, well, do. Got, go ahead, That's bro. being said, when you fire off, I mean, control, that's what the, I don't know what you were saying because you go exactly where you at. When you're firing your pistol or your AR, or whatever you're firing at the range, always pay attention to the trigger, the trigger pull, and your hand control. 
pay attention there you to go. that. Uh, and another thing also pay attention to, are you pulling on the trigger or are you squeezing on the trigger? Yeah, the only way you can get to know that is, is to get to know your weapon. You got to figure out how the trigger like to be stroked. You know what I'm saying? You got to really get in tune with it. Also you know pay attention to that once the gun kicks, is your hand, are you pulling to the left? Are you pulling to the right? Are you pulling up? Are you pulling down? You want to pay attention to all of that because all of that will make you off your mark. Mhm. And um, you got you got your red dot. You got to zero in your red dot. You got to go. You got to take it to the range and zero in your red dot. Just because you buy a fucking uh, weapon and put a red dot on it, don't mean that shot is gonna go there. Why? Because your mechanics ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's very important. But um, back to like building your own weapons, right? It's called lower assemblies and upper assemblies, right? Your lower assembly will contain will contain the trigger, right? It's gonna contain your trigger, and it's gonna contain pretty much that's about it. Am I missing something, Hey, Your your magazine, where your magazine go, and your trigger and the stock, I believe. So the butt, the butt of the gun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the lower half, right? Yeah, the, the lower, the lower half. Trigger, the trigger, and, and and the loader. So you could have any lower, lower, right? It's the upper. Right. right. Basically, you want to make sure that your upper matches the lower as well, though, right? But most of them do. But your upper, right, your upper is what Haver was talking about for your swap out, your Lego style shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you get a lower, right, and the lowers are going to be cheap. The uppers are going to run you like if you want to go get you a 308 upper assembly, that'll cost you anywhere from um, 700 to uh, shit. You can run it to 3000 to 5000 on the upper, though. You know what I mean? The beautiful thing is, ain't no serial number on it. It's yours. It's your own custom weapon. You know what I'm saying? I do know they're trying to change that, so it depends on where you are. I know when you buy certain uppers, they do put serials on it. But another thing with building your own uh, AR, do know this. If you buy, you can buy all the pieces. You can buy them brand new, or you can go through old weapon pals and take off what what's good and, and, and utilize that. But you still are going to need to have certain tools because you are going to have to do some drilling, some sanding, you know what I'm saying? So uh, just know that it's not going to all come together like that. But when you buy in the upper, you know what I'm saying, the swap out, you don't have to worry about that. It's just when you're building your own rifle from scratch that you are going to need some uh, extra tools that are going to need to be involved to put it together. They give you the pieces, but they don't drill the holes in, into the uppers and the bottoms for you to put the bolts and the, uh, the fuck of them things called the punches in it. The punches in it. Yeah, you got to probably uh, find a uh, CNC shop that will do that for you if you don't got the means to do it yourself. You know, find you a CNC place. That, uh, I believe, uh, I know some motherfuckers that got it done. It was like two. It was. I ain't gonna get prices because everybody different, but you know, it's, it shouldn't cost you like uh, more than five hundred dollars or something like that. I would say. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, that, that's definitely a nice, valuable um, option. Those who are um, gunsmiths, uh, knowledgeable. You know what I mean? Um, for the amateur, I would suggest you go ahead and either get you buy you already 
your lower and upper assembly, or uh, go ahead and buy you uh, one of us already ready to rock and roll. You can buy stockpile weapons for, for, for dirt cheap nothing, but realize that it's only going to be the lower receiver, and the, those are going to be the only functioning parts. They're going to take the upper receiver and saw it in half, you know what I'm saying? But everything else on it will work, you know what I'm saying? So that's just a resource, you know what I'm saying, for you to have gun parts on you all the time. That's another thing with your weapons. Make sure you always got extra parts because you never know when a malfunction is going to happen. But you want to make sure you got extra barrels, extra springs, uh, extra firing pins, all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, all critical parts. So I say to that, all critical parts. You're right on that, brother. Another thing, investing you a bullet tin. Bullet tins cost you from $6 to $30. Uh, They also have the drop-ins that go into the bullet tins for for, uh, proper organization. But uh, investing some bullet tins and one bullet tin key, what you use when you go to the range, that'll be your your, your lower-priced ammo. And then you got your high-priced ammo. Uh, Make sure that the bullet tin that you buy doesn't have uh, any rust on it because you want to make sure that they stay uh, airtight and waterproof. Uh, If it does have any rust on it, just take a little CLR. Hit it, get that rust off, oil it, and then paint it, you know, right back up, and you'll be good, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, some things you want to look into, you know, those are, sir. Just like, you know, uh, motherfuckers say, uh, one ain't no good without the other, so you got all the guns in the world, but you ain't got the ammo and the gun, and you ain't got the right gun and the right ammo, one is no good without the other, so keep that in mind. I say to that, what he's saying is so true. Um... So what he's talking about, well, high, high and low ammo, what he needs is a full metal jacket versus hollow point. Your hollow points you don't want to be wasting because, um, you know, if you got to use them, what happens is a hollow point won't really go through walls and shit like that. So I'm saying the full metal jacket one would. So you take the full metal jacket one to the range, you know what I'm saying, and practice with that one. You know what I mean? Then, you know, you got to also take some hollow points up there as well, like the brother said, to know what what, what a brand that your gun like. You know what I'm saying? So you got to try different brands. And once you try all the different brands, you know, you see which one your, 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 your gun likes. Stick to that brand. Don't feed it nothing else. Feed them only them pellets right there. Only get them pellets for that gun. You know what I'm saying? And then... They're trying to ban buying ammo through the mouth, so uh, look out for that in your area. Support that. Uh, make sure that they don't get that shit to go through. Continue on, huh? Correct. Nah, that's, that's real shit because you need bulk ammo. You know, you need, you need bulk ammo. I recommend when you get your baby, you find which gun you like, you put your baby up, you need, I'm going to say you need 5,000 pellets for your baby. All right, you got to feed them about 5,000 pellets, okay? Stack up 5,000 or more pellets. Believe me, you ain't even scratching no surface. Your enemy got goddamn closets full of pellets. Okay? So the stack up got war rooms. You think I'm bullshit? Look it up. The motherfuckers got vaults and, and, and rooms and... 
Motherfucking cracker got a closet just for ammo and shit. You know what I'm saying? The motherfucker say he buy every time he get paid a thousand rounds for each and one that's of those. No bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Each one. Motherfuckers ain't as scared of you as you think they are. You know what I'm saying? The motherfuckers. The one thing the cracker do know is war and, and how to kill. You know what I'm saying? So you know, get your shit up. Be on par, study your enemy, know your enemy well, know his weaknesses, know his likes, know his desires, know his weak points, know his strong points. And you need to trace your enemy, you know his weak points, and you know his desires and his sicknesses. That's something he can't help but do. As long as you know what he can't help but do, and you know how to bait him and get him in, that's why we say go hunting and learn how to trap. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yes, sir. You got to learn how to uh, spot snipers. Learn what to be a good location for a sniper. Hi, right, baby. You got to learn where uh, where it be a good spot for a sniper. Uh, where they might be setting that trap up for you at. You see what I'm saying? You, your awareness is going is going to keep you alive. You up in there, just boom, boom, boom. Listen to the goddamn radio. Listen to your headphones on on on, on, on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, you don't walk into a damn trap. You know what I'm saying? So um, awareness, awareness is everything. Awareness is going to let you know, you know, for spidey senses, for lack of a better word, for everybody knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Get your spidey senses up, man, so you can know some shit ain't right. Another thing you know I'm going to tell you crackers do, wherever you live at, or whatever gun store, ammunition stores around, even if it's gay-ass Walmart, the crackers call in and find out what date they receive their ammunition supply in. The crackers get up early in the morning and sit out there in the parking lot and wait for the store to open, and they go in there and they buy every motherfucking box. This is a resource that they're using that the only way that we can cripple is to beat them to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he ain't lying on that. Because you get 22 and you wonder why there ain't no 22 ammo, cracker done bought it all. They came once the delivery truck came. And ain't no lie. So you can't never have too many pellets, family. You know, so with that being said, too, you will need you. You will need you a, 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 a war closet, a safe, or something like that. You know what I mean? To uh, store all your shit, especially if you got little ones around, young ones around. You know, get your little uh, ammo uh, cans like the brother had mentioned and get you some locks on them, you know, so the youngest can't just get up in there and just play with your shit. That's why you keep it, uh, you keep everything fresh and out. out from, uh, I recommend keep them in the box. I recommend don't take them outside the box when you when you get your ammo. Keep them inside the box and just store them inside the tent, you know. So inside the tent should be your box ammo. I don't recommend uh, emptying your ammo out like that. You know, keep it nice and fresh and fresh and clean and ready to rock up in that uh, up in the up in the box. They can they can store for a long time. They can store for a long time. Another good thing is uh, if you don't want to put too much stress and strains on your firearms, or you ain't got it like that, so where you can afford ammo, invest in you a good paintball gun. Paintballs uh, cost, uh, cost uh, basically nothing, you know what I'm saying? When you can't get it in with the real arms, go ahead and pick up that paintball gun and, and get it in. It's the same thing. The only difference is the trigger pull. That's it. I say to that, 
you know, even airsofting. You know what I'm saying? You know, you need yeah, to, I like that because you can have that around the house. Yeah, you can have that around the house and just be shooting targets. You know what I mean? That that'll really um, help your trigger pull and your breathing. Like you get practice out of that. You know what I mean? Because then when you pull the trigger, you get to see is 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 my pellet going where I want it to go? Is my BB going where I want it to go? You know, get your BB gun too. Go ahead and you know practice with that. Shoot you some straight. Some straight cats and squirrels and shit. You know what I mean? You got abandoned houses over there where you at. Houses that's done been foreclosed. Ain't no families up in there. You know what I'm saying? Go up in there, set up a paintball shop. Run around that motherfucker, paint the walls up. You know what I'm saying? Get that practice in. Yeah, shoot the shoot a little BB gun. Shoot you some, some cans and bottles and shit like that. Shoot that in the back. You know? Just get your aim up. You know what I mean? Walk around, stop, and shoot. Boom. Run, roll, shoot, boom. Drop down on the ground, shoot, boom. Hide behind something, come up and shoot, boom. You know what I mean? Get you some eye goggles, get you a little protective stuff, have some BB BB gun games going. You know? Um, Get it in, man. You know what I'm saying? Get it in, family. You know what I mean? We got got to step our, um, our war efforts up. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's cool. It's cool the little ones from playing baseball, football, all the ball games. You know what I'm saying? They got to start playing these gap games, though, these self-defense games. You know what I'm saying? These nature games. We got to get them doing that as well. You know what I mean? Um, that education right there is going to last them a lifetime. Even if y'all playing video games, use that video game as a, 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 a war strategy tool. What I mean by this is get your shooters, your first-person shooters or your third-person shooters, whatever it is that you like. Uh, if it's a family orientated or it's by group, you know what I'm saying? Y'all all get together, y'all form like a group or a clan or whatnot. Y'all split it up. Y'all run different scrimmages, you know what I'm saying? Even though you think it's a video game and it's a controller in your hand, you're actually training your, your psyche, you know what I'm saying, for, for battle situation in a battle area. So it's a simulator. It's, it's a very good simulator, and the military uses, you know, video games as a simulator as well. Military and already played everything you didn't touch before you, it even got into your hands. And with the virtual reality era, Coming into to view uh, at the end of the year, it would even be more of a good uh, simulation tool for uh, field battle uh, scenarios and different situations. So, just, I'll say know. to that, get you a Call of Duty game in Battlefield, and I'm going to say this, why? Because in real life, when you see a sniper, your ass is dead. So in these video games, right, they'll teach you how to spot snipers. Why I say that? Because every time you play the fucking game, somebody going to be sniping you. You're going to be like, damn, where are you coming from? Oh, damn, that's a good spot to be. You understand what I'm saying? So it changed your whole awareness right there. And the layout on the game is going to be an urban layout like you go to any city. You'd be like, oh, okay, on the roof, on a video game, fuck the snipers be right there. Let me see if some Peckerwoods up there right now. I'm trying to tell you. Position. It gives you a position, and the, the certain weapons are suitable to that position. So you can't go outside of that position unless you take up another position as well. And 
don't just sit there and just play run and gun. You know, actually sit there and run formation. Plan mm-hmm. this out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, actually put some time into it. That way it'll be more enjoyable than just sitting there, you know, running and gunning for just hours and shit. You know, that's right. Point. You got to learn teamwork, how to back each other up. Hey, Rue look left, I look right. We clear. He clear the right side, I clear the left side. Even if you're down in the video game, that ain't the point. The point is, you practicing. We practicing our coordination. We practicing our teamwork. Cause shit, he live. He live a thousand miles away. I live a thousand miles away. Whatever way can we communicate and practice? That's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do it. So um, that'll really just go ahead, my brother. I was gonna say whatever scrimmages that y'all run as a team as a unit on that uh, simulation called a video game, and you go out to the paintball field or you go out to, uh, if you got an open range in your area, y'all run them same formations, and y'all practice them same formations on targets. Yeah, I say. Yeah, I say. And see, the thing about it is, too, those games, right, they got all real-life guns in there. So they show you the capabilities of a gun, what it can and can't do. What's the best time to use it? Where's the best time not to use it? You see what I'm saying? So you can practice what's the best time to use the shotgun in combat. When's the best time to use a uh, assault rifle in combat? When's the best time to pull out your handgun in combat? Then you'll find out, oh, the handgun is mostly used as a last resort. You see what I'm saying? Then you'll find out, oh, shotguns is used only when you're at close range. You know what I'm saying? When you run it around, just clearing shit out. Oh, ARs and all that is good. When I've got long distance, I'm setting up shop. I'm just holding down this one situation and the enemy's far away. You see what I'm saying? Oh, how I keep dying? Goddamn because of the reload. I guarantee every time you die, it's going to be because of the fucking reload. So what it's going to cause you to do is to get safety when you reload. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said don't shoot all your clips until you empty. The fucking video game stresses that when I had when I took a, um, a class on a on uh you know because I be going to the Angeles range and taking their little uh shooting classes and shit so I took one of the shooting classes and they were saying that don't don't empty out your clip always keep a little little win and he was like if you play Call of Duty video game you know what I'm talking about I said damn you know what I'm saying you're right you know you don't want to have an empty clip because that's how you die and that's how, and all the good people on the game they never run their clips dry you know what I'm saying but anyway. Another thing you could do is if you want your last bullet in your clip, feed that into the chamber, then pull the clip out and put the new one in after that. So you got a full clip, one in the chamber. I say, that's a, that's an excellent tip he just gave you right there. An excellent tip. And you got to practice that at home. They got what you call, uh, uh what you can call it, uh, the blank bullets. Hey, real what they call Damn it. Yeah, they got blank bullets. They like little red ones I got. Yeah, I got little training red bullets. Yeah. And um, that's just to get the, because um, I got like six of them. So I put a load, load the clip up with six of them, and you can practice on, you know, reloading and uh, clip changing. And, you know, you can get your, get your shit down, man. You know what I mean? Cause um it did eject the bullet out and everything you know what I'm saying it don't when you fire it it don't shoot the bullet out but um when you cock it back it uh, um load another round in for you 
so you get practice on, you know, clock, cocking your shit back and all that, you know, and doing what the brother had just said, loading up the last round, dropping the clip out, you know, putting put a new magazine in. You got to get fast doing that. They call it dry fire snapcaps. Snapcaps, there you go. Dry fire snapcaps, yeah. I recommend you get you, you know, get you at least five of them, get you a couple of them, you know, throw them in a couple clips. That way you can practice on, you know, uh, uh, reloading and uh, yeah, and you get you get the feel of your trigger pull. That's what it's really good for. You pull the trigger. You, that's a. It's really gonna feel like that when you put a real bullet in there and you really go to the range. The only thing you can miss is the explosion, but the feel of it is gonna all be the same. So that's what it's it saying. You put one in. Go, go ahead, black man. There's another thing I wanted to go on. When you buy certain pistols, be aware of the trigger pull. Certain uh, pistols made by different companies, they don't have a safety uh, lock on them. What it is, the safety is the trigger pull. And I know certain Smith & Wesson pistols have this, and uh, certain SIGs have it as well. Uh, I think the Glock doesn't have it. But uh, Glock what it is, yeah. is that uh, certain pistols I have, like a 12-pound trigger pull, or ten pound trigger pull, some are eight, some are six, some are five, and if that trigger pull is too much for you, then what you would have to do, you would have to do a trigger mod. So you just want to be aware of that and all that is is uh replacing the springs or replacing the trigger or filing down a part of the trigger or something like that or, or to to release the tension to make it more suitable for you, like you might need like a three pound, four pound trigger pull. You know what I'm saying? So that's something else you want to look into as well. Uh, don't just go out and just buy any gun because it's affordable. Do your research behind the gun. You don't want to waste your money on some junk. But if you do get some junk, you know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure that it's customizable junk to where you could actually modify it and come out with a, a better pistol than the one that you bought, and it's your own pistol, because basically uh, you designed it to your own liking and shit. I would say for the junk one, to be resourceful, uh, I like to call them the stashers, right? Say you're in the garage, right, and a motherfucker roll up on you in the garage. You ain't got no time to go up in your room and grab the shit. So I would have a stasher in the garage. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's what I would say, you know, because uh, that's what the point I'm at right now. When you get you a nice little collection, then you get stashers. Stashers is just like I'm saying, at every location where you're chilling at, you know you got something for that ass. You know what I'm saying? So if you're chilling out in the front yard a lot, you know, you might want to have it on you. Or you might want to have it in the bush somewhere where your ass can grab it real fast. You know what I'm saying? You might want to have it, you know, somewhere. And, 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 you know, quick arms distance or quick, you know, rolling distance. You know what I mean? Practice rolling two people. Um, You'll be surprised how quick a roll could cover ground and evade um, attacks. Any high attack, if you if you roll backwards per se, um, you're going to evade that attack and be safe. And then you'll be at a lower level to where if you, you can pull out your knife, you can cut the legs up, you can trip them, you can tackle them to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Um, so rolling, rolling is very, very, very resourceful. 
Um, if somebody try to come tackle you, like an MMA motherfucker, you can roll on top of his back. Um, you can roll away. You see what I'm saying? Um, rolls are very, very, very resourceful. Those who are um, nimble enough and uh, skilled enough to pull it off. I'll say practice a roll. Um, practice learning how to fall and get slammed. Say you do get slammed. What's the proper way to um, get slammed so you don't break your arms and everything? You know, so practice being in an um, uncompromising and um, position in combat because what if you just slip and man and your, your enemy get the upper hand for some reason? You know, so you ain't panicking. You know, so, um, you know, have, have you know, uh, somebody that you're going to train and partner, you know, get, like I said, get on top of you, try to put a, put a, uh, put, a, put you in an arm bar. How would you get out of it? You know what I mean? If you, you know, because in real life, you know, you can bite a motherfucker. You know, poke a motherfucker in the eye. You know what I mean? Pull your knife out and stab him. But, you know, what if you ain't got the knife for some reason? What if you was just in the pool chilling and some shit popped off? See what I'm saying? Um, you know, so yeah, family, you know what I mean? It's, um, you got to know it ourselves. You got to train, uh, to, to, to go home and protect your family. You know what I'm saying? Um, the brother Henry, damn, I wish the brother Henry was home, but, uh, a brother just got shot over, over, over his, uh, in his little area, you know what I mean? For his motherfucking shoes. 19 year old brother. You know what I'm saying? Um, so awareness, man, and um, self-defense. Self-defense gives you confidence and teaches you awareness. When you're in an uncompromising position, you will be able to come home. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. If you don't take your life that serious, what, man, Superman ain't going to come save you. You know? Police, police damn sure ain't going to save you. So I hope you ain't thinking that. I hope you ain't thinking that. Um, I hope you think ain't none of these pecker woods gonna come safe, especially if it's a natural disaster go there. So um, understand this is gonna be a a, a struggle, but a welcome struggle because you know building a nation from scratch. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, family, we gotta cover hand to hand combat, weaponry, swords, knives. Um, I, I recommend like Cali martial arts, Cali for your weaponry and just any martial arts, goddammit, and kickboxing, something. Even if you're just biting and pinching the motherfucker, at least do that, some something. Damn. Um, so any type of martial arts, I ain't going to be bougie about none of that, you know, just learn how to put some ass. Planes, too. For the claims, I would suggest like a Hakito. Uh, 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 I say that because uh, the hapkido, because that deals with a lot of uh, grappling. Bone breaking, uh, baby. Rolls and bone breakings in case, you know, the sisters are uh, essentially preyed upon a lot. So I think that's a good source of defense, you know, for the sisters while they're out in public. So get your queens oh, sure. get involved, get Get the young, uh, the young uh, up and coming queens involved. Uh, get the kings and, and the young uh, students to be, you know what I'm saying, involved so they can get their hand to hand combat skills up. Uh, 
get in get enrolled in some type of physical fitness program, some kind of gym membership, something, you know what I'm saying? Or even if you just do it as a family effort, uh, when y'all get together collectively as a family, y'all just go out and just get that physical, you know, endurance and activity and, uh, you know, take time and build up the temple itself. Make sure you get that in. It's very important, you know what I'm saying? It just save your life, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we subject it to a lot of poisons within our communities and shit. And you can look it up and see uh, through the CDC, they have these maps of the general area that you live in, and it'll tell you by the status of your wealth and your uh, sociological condition, the sicknesses that plague your community. So just take a look at that, and then I want you to look at the structures that are in that community that provide that poison to you that puts the people in that physical uh, state of condition in that community, and then just build, you know what I'm saying, your uh, anti-defense upon that so that uh, you don't become a victim of the poisons uh, of your sociological condition, you know what I'm saying? It's very important. I say to that, as far as the training go, like the brother said, Hapkido or any martial arts you want to run, just to give you an idea, It'll probably run you like a, if you take an individual, it'll probably be like a hundred twenty uh hundred twenty dollars to hundred twenty some dollars all the way to like three hundred bucks for the family. Something like that. Depends on um, you know, how many times you're going, how rigorous the training is and all that. Um and anything under less than that, then you know, hey, why not mess with it? Also, uh look into some private training. You know, you get a private instructor to come by, you know, to teach you and the fam just a couple tricks, uh, you know what I mean, and give you a little exercise uh, program to uh, work on. Um, when I say exercise program, I mean like a little kata, like a little drill, like, and, you know, throw out some certain scenarios and you just practice uh, how to um, do that until you get more tools in your bag. Um I would say invest in one of those, have a little seminar, get a couple of friends together, get some people together, you know, you know, get your instructor to come through and uh, teach you how to use a knife, a sword, or or just get it in, you know. Take some kickboxing or some something. Um, but I reckon, yeah, the brother's uh, correct when he say uh, Hapkido, though, you know. I like that. It's nice and vicious, um, you know. Ninjutsu, Taijutsu, um, I like that because um, you deal with uh, just breaking your opponent down. Um, box, I would go with kickboxing per se just because it teach you how to strike. It teach you how to throw a punch. It teach you how to kick correct. And then I would get into some other martial arts and teach you how to break bones and all that. Um, then as far as uh, you want to know how to disarm, you know, so I really recommend you um, training on some disarming. Use some fake fake knives, fake guns, and um, practice disarming. Learn how to disarm um, weapons off uh, off your opponent. Um, also, learn how to practice with your hands cuffed, with your hands shackled, just in case the beast do get you shackled. You know, and uh, trying to kidnap you, and you you know, you know upon further review, you like this some bullshit. And uh, so learn how to, um, or they whooping your ass, and you need to protect yourself. You know that's most likely gonna be the scenario. Um, 
So learn how to, you know, before they, you know, put put them behind your back or something like that, say they got you cuffed up in front of you, you know, because if you cuffed up behind your back, you pretty much ass out. You're going to learn some um, magic tricks and shit to learn how to break them locks, them handcuff locks, but go ahead and practice that as well, you know, turning your wrist and different shit like that to uh, break out of handcuffs. Um, that's the enemy's weapon. You know, whatever the enemy using, we got to learn how to use and, and, and disarm and dismantle. You know what I'm saying? So um, uh, this is what we got to do. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, family, hand-to-hand combat, get your weapons up. Um, I'm saying anything is better than nothing, right? Uh, just master what you got and just know you can always get a better weapon. Your enemy got a weapon that you license and Hello. You got a new weapon. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, anything is better than nothing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't remember the exact information on where to buy it from, but you can look it up. This is a while ago. They make a master handcuff key for all handcuffs, and the key is really small, and it comes with with a system that attaches to your clothing. Um, and it's very concealed. Uh, I do advise for everyone to get one of those. Uh, I don't have the information on it. Like I said, I've seen this a while ago, maybe a few years ago. I do know that it's out there. I have one myself. Unfortunately, mine's got sickened and come in encounter with the beast or whatnot. But get one, practice uh, being handcuffed with your hands behind your back and being able to use that key to free yourself. Uh, do know if you do get caught with the key, uh, it is an offense and shit. So you know, but it's also a good tool to have, you know, within your utility kit and on your person at all times because they're always trying to kidnap us and shit. So. I say to that shit. You know what I'm saying, um, yeah, man, it has some consistency plans. Like, man, you know, if you do get kidnapped, you gotta die and escape from the kidnap situation. Where you gonna hide out at? Where you gonna be your new chill out? Um, you know what I mean. So always think about that, and also um, start being aware of who who feeds you. Make sure ain't no ain't no you know no trickiness going on in your food. You feel me? And for the for the queens, make sure you ain't getting Bill Cosby. You understand what I'm talking about? Oh, it's one thing we left out, family, and I, you, you got the uh, information on that. Know that you can't get bulletproof armor uh, from a, a cell to the public. It won't be of the same high-strength grade as that that's not sold to the public, but it's out there for you. Uh, the plates come in uh, different grades and different calibers of, of, of the impact of the bullet that it can take. Uh, when you go up each grade class to a higher caliber, each plate does cost more money. Uh, I think you know the name of everything. I think, I mean, you might want to put that out there. I remember we went over that. That's something important that I think the yeah. access to Yeah, you're absolutely right. They got the um, you know, the hand cannon caliber ones. You know, they even got ones for sniper rifle. But understanding that your weight is going to be um. You know, you know, the heavier thing you go, the more weight it's gonna be. So, um, yeah, be aware of that. But they got light ones. 
as well. That's the ones I'm trying to invest in. It's going to cost a little money, but, you know, something better than nothing. Um, it's light. It weighs about three, three and a half pounds per plate. Um, and it'll help you also float. It's kind of be a life raft as well. So, um, I'm, um, I'll, I'll look right now. I forgot the name of it, but I'll try to get you up the name in a little bit right now. That's a vest as well. And um, on top of that, the low-bearing equipment, meaning um, you need a vest to hold your AK clips, your uh, AR clips. You know, you need magazine pouches to hold your, um, to hold your um, handgun ammo. So, you know, you might want to um, you might want a chest rig where you put your uh, your handgun on your chest. Like my brother Hayru want to roll with. Um, you might want a leg rig where you want your handgun on your leg, or you might want just a regular hip holster like uh, I rock with. You know what I mean? Um, and then uh, you then for concealment, um, if you in a um, you got a concealed carry license, um, perhaps uh, you, they got all kind of clothing, um, especially like at GlockStore.com. They got nice little concealment um, clothing up there. You know, it's a cracker beast, though, you know, um, but he got some uh, little concealment uh, clothing for you where you could um, go ahead and get you a nice little low-key vest to hold your little um, tulery, you know what I mean? And, and, um, yeah, you customize your, your Glock if you want to, you know what I mean? Um, I ain't recommending all that, you know, it's just the basics for right now. Um, yeah, family. This is like targets, <clears throat> targets, family, right? So you go to the uh, when you go to the range, right? I recommend getting targets that um is bright and turn like neon green when you shoot. So that way, when you far away, you you can see what's going on. So that's what I would recommend. And they also got uh, they also got a uh, zeroing targets. So when you go there. You take your AR, you got some new hardware, like a, a red dot or some glass on it, optics. Um, go ahead and get you some zeroing targets and zero in your, your weaponry on that one. Um, you want to put it at like uh, 50, you want to put it at 50 to 100 yards. I recommend 100 yards. You know, you zero it in at 100 yards. Your AR that is, you zero that in at 100 yards and um, you get that in. Uh, 50 yards, I zeroed in my um, handgun. Went. I got my handgun, my red dot zeroed in at 50 yards. Um, yeah, and that, that, that's how you want to do that. So um, targets just ain't targets. You, they got certain, they got special targets for certain stuff. And also they got self-defense classes for your weapon. You know what I mean? So look um, look online and just, you know, Google um, self-defense classes. That's, I think it's called like IDPA or something like that, Independent Pistol Association or International De- some shit like that. Whatever them peck of woods be coming up with. Um, they got some shit like that to where now um, when you join those, right, you go in like shooting tournaments to where um, you can practice self-defense maneuvers, um, drawing, out your, drawing your pistol out and actually shooting uh, running behind cover and shoot behind cover, um, and it's like little competition that you can have to really just um, you know to not be rusty to really get some workout on when the range gets boring. Um, yeah, I recommend you getting into that and for your long range for the long range people that want sniper rifles and stuff like that, looking to um, long range shooting classes. 
Um, it'll help you uh, zero in your um, weaponry. It'll help you account for uh, the wind and, uh, you know, weather uh, adjustments and uh, get your accuracy up, man. You know what I mean? So when uh, you can cover brother one one, because I'm going to be on the front line with Chop Chop. You know what I mean? So I need you to cover, nigga, you feel? Um, other than that, other than that, family, you know, I ain't got too much more to say. Oh, ear, ear, ear gear, ear gear, okay? You ain't going to go motherfucking deaf, so um, invest in some headsets. You know what I mean? Even if you got some Dre beats, I took them motherfuckers to the uh, shooting range. They work as well. Um, get you some headphones, y'all. Get you some headsets to where um, I recommend electronic ones. That way, because electronic, it, it cuts off at a, so when the gunshot go off, it'll, it'll clip the gunshot. And when we talking, you'll still be able to hear us talk. Versus if you just get some regular headphones, it's just going to mute everything. You know what I'm saying? So communication be kind of harder. So to make communication easier, I recommend that you invest in some uh, uh, electronic headsets. Um, and for mobile mo- mobile movement, you probably want some um, some some earplugs. But I recommend you have earplugs and a head and a headset. That's what I recommend, especially if you're shooting a, um, an AR or something like that. When you're going um, above the two two three, it gets kind of loud. It gets kind of loud. Um, the four five gets kind of loud. Um, so yeah, ear ear protection, ear and eye protection, always because uh, when the bullet eject from the um from the pistol, it come back and hit you in the eye. It's gonna hit you in the neck. It's going you're gonna get a little burn. You know what I mean from the bullet coming out the um chamber. So um, I would I would recommend having when you go to the range, uh, have a baseball cap. Because the baseball cap will catch the shells, uh, it'll hit you on top of the shells. Uh, the shells will hit you on top of the baseball cap and protect your face. And you have some glasses on, so, you know, you protect your eyes. And um, But some is going to go down your shirt. Some is, ladies, you're probably going to get some in the breast of this. Um, you're just going to get some burns on your neck. Um, you might get uh, some burns on your arms and stuff like that. Um, so be aware of that. It ain't, it ain't really no picnic like that. Uh, watch your hands on the on a handgun because the slide to come back and, and, and give you a slide pinch. So, um, you know, watch your hand position on that. Make sure you use two hands, not one hand. It ain't no fucking movie. Wait until you really got um, control of the gun. Like one-handed, maybe if you're using the twenty two or small caliber. Um, if you're a big, strong brother, um, you know, try one-handed on the 9 milli. you know, um, just make sure your aim is up right. Just don't be out there styling and profiling. But you do better train, like, just in case one of your arms is broken or something. Um, you know, so train one-handed, right? Your shooting position, uh, shoulder-width distance. Um, you want to put uh, your best foot forward, your left foot forward. Um, and, you know, look with both eyes open. Don't close one eye. Look with both eyes open in combat. You don't want to be short. You want all your all your utensils working. Um, so learn how to look through the sight with both eyes. Um, and yeah, man, uh, get train your position. You know, uh, at, you can lock your elbows. Lock, not lock your elbows. I've seen different styles. I ain't gonna be all caught up in that. Just make sure you um leaning forward a little bit. You you leaning into the 
into the uh, into the weapon because once you fire that gun, it's gonna kick you back. Um, so you got to get in uh, appropriate position. So learn how to fire, stand it up. Learn how to fire sitting down. Learn how to fire um, kneeling. Learn how to fire on your stomach. Um, like the brother I mentioned before, learn how to practice. Learn, learn how to just. Uh, I would recommend just you know going around the backyard or something. You know. If you're afraid your neighbors and all them, wait till it's nighttime or something like that. Or uh, find you a place in the house where you can run around and just, um, you know, pull out your weapon, clear a corner, you know, practice clearing the room, um, roll around and shoot. You know what I mean? Um, all that stuff, man. Practice all that stuff. You know what I mean? You want to you wanna be a flipper. Learn how to flip and shoot there. You know, handle that. Uh, roll and shoot, though, is a nice little tactic. You really want to learn how to roll. Um, and once you finish your roll, be on one knee. Nice, perfect balance, shoulder width distance. Um, and, um, you know, when you roll, you want to roll over your shoulder, not your head. Um, so just rolling techniques. If you go to um, YouTube and check out uh, any ninjutsu video, like the first training video, uh, Hapkido as well, they teach you how to roll. Um, I recommend doing that. Um, they teach you how to handle slams as well. Um, so you got to buy the break falls. They call it break falls. Um, yeah, man, sort of stuff like that. Practice on drawing your knife out. Practice on drawing your 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 your, your machete out, your sword out, whatever you got. You know, um, practice disarming as well. Um and yeah, man, have a stick. I recommend everybody get you a stick, a six, a six foot stick or a three foot stick. Um, get you some non lethal weapons. Uh, that, that's what the stick is. You know what I mean? Uh, and yeah, because if somebody got a knife on you, you wanna you wanna have a stick. You know, I recommend learning how to uh, fight with the stick and the knife. You have the knife in one hand and the stick in the other. Um. And then you always got your blam blam on you, so you know you covered it all grounds. You feel me? Um, that's what I recommend. You know, if your old pony got a knife, you need a stick. You come out with a machete, you need that six foot stick. You know, he can't have no no weak shit that he could he could chop off. You know what I mean? Got to be nice and strong and cured. You know what I mean? Like oak wood, something like that. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I say like. Research the Filipino martial arts because they like I got their weaponry is uh, made for that. Um, and other than that, family, you know, any little knife for the for the ladies for the queens, always go get you a knife. A knife is cheap as hell, you know. Uh, make sure it, it don't fold in on your ass though and cut your own self. So make sure the spring is is nice and strong. Um, I recommend cold steel personally because cold steel tests their shit. Um, I got I got a cold steel knife. Uh, it, 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 it could carry up a weight of 150 pounds, um, so I could do damn near pull-ups on my knife. Um, and yeah, that motherfucker ain't gonna close in and cut your own finger off when you're using it. Um, and if you're afraid of that, don't get you a folder. Get you a, a, a what they call it a solid knife. Get you a solid knife with a with a sheath in it. You know, so that way, you know, you can put it on your belt or something and have it on your side or something like that. You know what I mean? Like one of them crazy-ass back of practice. You feel me? Um, um, yeah, family, you know, make sure you got your knife, though, ladies. That way, you know, you can poke somebody out. You know what I mean? If you got to, 
you know what I mean? Uh, trick him into a kiss and, you know, slice his motherfucking wrist, you feel me? Um, so, you know, y'all got that power right there. You know what I'm saying? Use it. You know what I'm saying? Don't abuse it, but use it. Um, That's the beautiful thing about the queen. They got the power of deception. And they can decorate themselves up and use their sexuality uh, or, or even charm, for that matter, to get close to you to where you put your defenses and your guards down and then attacks. Queens, uh, one of the best examples for that was uh, what was said to be Cleopatra, so let's keep that in mind. I say to yet, the daily ninja assassins with the females. Um, you know, so yeah, just learn different weapons, y'all. So whenever, wherever you at, you know, ladies, y'all in that kitchen, y'all know y'all got knives and and, and little, what you, you know, y'all got all kind of weapons on you, you know, and learn how to use them shits. Don't be afraid to use them shits. Fellas, if you're in the garage and only got the goddamn nail gun, we'll break that motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? Um, utilize what we got, you know, and uh, learn how to take what the enemy got so you can use it. You know, that's the only way. Somebody run up in your house, what you going to do? Not do nothing because you ain't had no weapon. See? Come on now. So, you know, it's got to always, you might not always have the advantage, so practice up for that. And then practice when you do that drop on the motherfucker. Quick work. You know what I'm saying? And uh, hard work and dedication is how you get everything done, fam. I'm going to have a little. But yeah, we, hard work and dedication is how everything gets done. And uh, without that, you ain't going to get good at nothing. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to take you about a good 5,000 rounds just to uh, get a good feel of a weapon. You know, no bullshit. And, uh, you know, so just be prepared. Don't get all frustrated when you're going to the range and it ain't going the way you're going. Or maybe it's going going real good and you just hitting everything you, you see. That's what's up. Keep, keep keep that up. You know what I mean? Then you get good with that and go ahead and start uh, trying to uh, challenge yourself. So that's what I mean. Take those classes. Take those little uh, gun classes and stuff like that, y'all. It'll cost you, depending on what it is. The class ain't going to cost you. What's going to cost you is using your bullets for the class. So the class is going to be like $100-something, right, $200, depending on how, how how many days or whatever it is, right? But it's how many rounds you're going to be using in them days. Like in a class, you can use 500 rounds in one day. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, next day you're going to use another 500. And that's just from one weapon. So if you're doing, you're doing ARs and you're doing handguns in one class, you can go through 500 rounds in both, in, both, in, in both weapons. That's a lot of money. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, you got to be prepared for um, shit like that. That's going to be, um, that's really going to be the cost. It's like how much, how many pellets you use. So that's why I'm saying you can't never have too many pellets. Stack up on your pellets, stack up on your pellets, and for pellets, I mean goddamn bullets. For the slang, for the slang impaired, you feel me? Get you some pellets. Also, want to throw one more thing out. Family, when you're getting it in and you practice it, right? Please take this to heed, yo. 
Do not use the same bullets that you use at the range when you go in to handle some business because you are leaving a footprint. So have, have, have your egg rolls, your shells, your pellets, your power, your power pellets that you use for the range, only for the range. You got your high-powered for your home defense, and then you got your whole backstab selection of, we won't uh, name names or whatever you want to call it, that you use when, you know, the, the time comes down. When you go on your hand trips. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't leave footprints, you know what I'm saying? You got one set for one thing and another set for another thing. Always keep it at that. Never go outside of that. Never slip up. Stay on point. I say it, man. I say it on that. But yeah, if they, oh, you know, just to go through some some quick little pellets, right? Um, let's go with like I like American Eagle, and then um for the AK I like Tula. Nice cheap, it's nice cheap ammo. Get the job done. You know what I mean? Some two little, little Russian ammo, you know what I mean? Um, but American Eagles, and I forgot they got that bear one. God dang, I got to look at the thing real quick. They got that bear ammo. You know, you see a box of ammo with a bear on it? That's what I'm talking about. That box, that's some great ammo. You know what I mean? Because there's different quality ammo out there, y'all. You know what I mean? So you don't want to just be getting the dirty, dirty shit. You want to make sure that you know you 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 know that's a nice little mixture up in your up in your pellets, right? So um, it's coming out your gun nice, nice and precise. That's what it's all about. The the pellet is going to determine how nice and precise it come out come out the barrel. You know what I'm saying? And then how much residue it's going to leave on your barrel. So you know you got a shitty you got shitty pellets when it's just dirty all the time. Like damn, I use this. This is do nothing but dirty. But if it's dirty and always hit where it's supposed to go, what you what you gonna say about that? That's what the tula is. The tula get kind of dirty, but it hit where it, it hit everywhere it go. What I'm supposed to do about that? I roll with tula. I just gotta clean it. That's all. You know what I mean? So um, the stuff stuff like that. Uh, I forgot the other. You know what? Let me break my tin out right now. Let's see what we rock it with. I like I like FNC. Who you got? FN, FNC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. FNC. And uh, what's the other one with the black chips? What the fuck is it called? Is it Black Ops? It's black expensive. This is this is high grade shit. It's carbon joint, right? I'll tell you right now. This part to the black ops or black ops. Yeah, I got the American yeah. Eagles and some wind chips. Black ops. It's black ops HPR uh, ammunition. Uh, high grade ammo is going to cost you a little bit. Uh, each box is going to bring you about 50, 60 bucks. Uh, the only ammo that I've seen that contains black tips. Um, only thing about it is that the higher grades of it isn't for a civilian purchase. So uh, you can find a way to, to work yourself around that to get a higher grade. Uh, I'm looking at uh, 
their site now and shit. So, um, yeah, so like much doing the low grade for the uh, SOMA and the, the high grade uh, military personnel only. Yeah, I got I got the PMCs right here, brother. I got some PMCs for my AR. Um, like that G two rest in peace. Uh, that, that that's a deadly uh, a, a deadly thing that reminds me of the flesh. But uh, what it is is that the uh, the, the slug casing got the chip. It's got like these little razor blades, and, and when a bullet fragments, those little razor blades go through you and they spin. You know, so it's like tearing you apart when it hits you. So think of like a. a you ever seen that movie? It was a battery included with a little floating around uh, ball things, <laughs> and one of them had like razor blades. Uh-huh. Just think of a slug spinning with razor blades attached to it, and that shit, when it hits you, it's tearing through your flesh, ripping through you. Those coming off calibers, they just banned the 223 on that as well, so you're able to get the G2 rest in pieces and the 9, the, the, the 380, the 40, the 45 ACP, uh, uh, the 300, the 500, and the 300. Word. And then, um, you know, for your hollows, I fucked the Hornady. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you that right now, family. I fucks with Hornady. You get Hornady hollow points, and you ain't going wrong. I don't give a damn what caliper, you get Hornady. You understand what I'm talking about? You get Hornady. You get the pluses. You know, I got the 45 uh, plus. You know what I'm saying? It's 230 grade. You know what I'm saying? I got the 9mm for the Luger. It's 147 grade. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 as powerful as they come in in in, in, in those calibers. You know what I mean? Um, and for the for the for the if you got a if you got an AK-47, you know, um, Arsenal, you know, is a perfect 7.62 pellet for your um for your for for, for the chop chop. Arsenal. Let me tell you right now. Arsenal's where it's at. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say right now. Arsenal is where it's at. It's the best. You know, listen, I don't fire my arsenal. You know what I'm saying? The Tula ammo, I can't shoot at the range. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what, you know. Yeah. So, you know, arsenal, I like it so much, I don't like shooting it at the range. So I was just always by the range, 30 bullets. But um, PMCs is what I got for the 223. These are just target range. When I well um, for my all fancy stuff like the two two three, I got American Eagle um uh hollow points. And then um for the four fives and my nines and stuff, I got Hornadies. It's all I rock with. I rock with Hornadies and um American Eagles. Just because my gun likes them, I already tested them all and that's why. What's the other one? The federal grade? Federal grade like a Depending on the weapon you're using, that's good. Idea. That's what I was saying. Uh huh. Depending on your weapon and the gun model, some guns don't like that shit. Yeah, some guns that tell you get this, this throw that shit up at you. Know, right. Uh, like for my for my um AK, I got you know the company recommended the Arsenal one because Arsenal they make they make the shit and they uh-huh. wasn't lying. I tried everything else and uh, you went to their shit. I said oh, okay, okay, I see where they said that. It wasn't just no sales pitch. That's some real shit. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's what it is. Like, but like the brother was saying, you gotta you gotta try them, man. You know what I mean? But I got some tens. I got two tens. I got a handgun ten and I got an AR ten. You know, so on my AR tens, I um I, I put half with the um two two three and the other half with the chop chop when I take to the range. And then you know, with my um handgun ten, I got half for the nine, and half for the four five. And you know, I just rock out like that. Now, I was like, I, if I go to the range, I do dump them out. Uh, you know, not to contradict myself, but if I know I'm going to the range, I will dump them out just so I can have, I can fit more in there. But for storage purposes, I always keep them in the box. You know what I mean? Only dump them out when I know I'm going to the range. If you do buy some junk, um, when we say buy junk, we mean, uh, you know, the, basically the Friday night special. Make sure that uh, when, when you break it down and take it apart, that as well as keeping it polished, I mean, keeping it oil, you want to keep certain parts polished. So you want to take that upper that upper assembly off and you want to polish the whole entire upper assembly, the assembly slides and everything. You, know what I'm saying? you want to take that barrel out, polish that barrel, and polish that feeding ramp as well. You know, every time when, after you clean it, you know, sit back, watch TV, take like a good 25, 35 minutes, run it some good polish, polish over it, you know what I'm saying, oil it up, reassemble it, put it back together, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but the Friday night specials are what we would consider, you know, junk. You want to put more uh, into the maintenance of it because uh, you're dealing with something that that, that, that was built uh, more than likely to malfunction or, or fuck up on you, so... You know, but you could turn that around uh, dealing with modifications and putting, you know, a little time and love into it and making the gun your own. I'll show you to that. And, um, yeah, I recommend some, um, I got COP uh, cleaner that cleans it and oil it all at the same time. Um, So I recommend you just get you a nice little gun cleaning kit, get you a can of that, and uh, you'll be good to go. You'd be good to go. And get a good get a gun cleaning mat or, you know, some towels or something where you could, uh, you know, make sure you're cleaning it in the garage because of the chemicals and all that little shit. So make sure you're outside or in the garage or something. You know, you don't want no wind and all that stuff to be getting. Uh, get some real just long wooden Q-tips and some alcohol pads. Word, word. Just, you know, make sure, like I said, wear some glasses and stuff just, just in case the wind is blowing and it blow that shit in your eyes or something. Other than that, um, you should be good to go. And then, yeah, just let your stuff dry out. I mean, it ain't that hard to clean it. Just, you know, read your manual on whatever weapon you got. You know, make sure you buy you a cleaning kit, though, that is man dope. Because um, you need your weapon clean. You can't have your uh, dirty weapon. It ain't going to work on it. And, uh, yeah, man, learn how to break your gun down more than you even fire more than you fire it. You know all the parts and the insides and out of it, you know, um, especially play with that trigger. You can't never play too much with the trigger. I'm trying to tell you people, you can't never play too much with that trigger. Get your trigger time up, you know. You walk around the house, just, you, man, fire that trigger. You know what I mean? You, you on the phone, play it. Fire that trigger, you know, dry fire in the house all the time, you know, every time. 
And, uh, yeah, they got different stuff, too, where you can get, like, uh, a stuff inside your gun where they shoot out a laser. So if you went inside your house, you could, you, could, you you know, you could practice. You could really practice gun control, you know. If you got a little bread on you, you know, I recommend investing in one of those, man, you know. Um, um, I forgot what it's freaking called off the top of my head. I just had it on my head, too, and freaking forgot it. Damn it, man. But the damn thing shoot a laser out, right? Like, so if you got a forty-five or something like that, you, you screw the you screw the little laser inside the barrel and whatever. And every time you fire a little laser, shoot out of it. You know what I'm saying? So um, that way you know, you know, if you yank in, if you you know, uh, you know what your trigger is doing, what your trigger play is doing. And uh, then you just get little targets up around the house and just go ahead and play. You know what I'm saying? That way. Wow. The little round with the laser in it that you put into the uh, put into the chamber. Exactly. You remember the, the name of that the laser? Remember we were talking about calibrating. that? Yeah, let me pull that up. I thought that was only calibrating. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Yeah. You can buy it in the kit for uh, all calibers and shit. Or you can just buy one for that specific caliber. It's called the Sure Strike. It's called one of them is called the Sure Strike. It's like the laser www.laser-ammo.com. All right. Um it's called the Sure Strike. The magic bullet, right? So it's this $160. Um Yeah, and that should help you, you know, get your little trigger pool. You can play inside the house. You can get the kit. The kit is 135 uh, on Amazon, and then uh, if you buy them um, uh, per caliber, the price changes. I'm looking at like $89 at the low, but I know I've seen them for less than that. You just got to look around. Look around, right. Yeah. But generally, that that's what you're going to be looking at. Laser Light's another company that got on it called... Uh, Laser trainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, family, if you go to GlockStore.com, um, at the beginning they crack their own business and shit, but they got um, they got that they they got a lot of shit up in there for you. See, you one of them do the customization. Yeah. I was just not for the concealed. Uh, yeah, they got a lot of barrels, though. You know what I mean? They got a lot of shit there. That's the same site, boxstore.com. You'll see uh-huh. it in the corner. It's like a lot of custom clothes. They got, like, pillows where you could, you could put your strap in the pillow. You dig what I'm saying? So you're chilling in the living room. You know what I mean? You, you, you know you're good to go. Chilling in the bed, you know, walk around the house with your little pillow, you know. Um, shit like that. Ladies, they got little stuff for your purses, you know, stuff for, you know, to hide something in all kind of crazy little places. You know what I'm talking about? Um, you know, like I said, that's if you if you're able to carry, you know, you gotta, you know, if you got open carry laws and stuff like that, it might be something you want to look into. 
you know. Um, another thing I recommend is the Lula uh, handgun uh, mag loader. Um, that'll help your reloads go faster. So you can go ahead and get you a uh, mag loader. Um, I recommend Lula. Uh, shovels, axes, you know what I mean? Um, and camping gear, man, tents. You know, cooking utensils and shit like that. Like the brother I mentioned, boo, boo yarn and shit. You know, you you want to have some flavor. You ain't trying to cook nothing that's just bland. And seasonings and shit. You know. Uh, what else we what what, what what else we need to cover, Harry? Hey, real. You know. Shotgun. I know it's oh, shit. shotgun pellets. Shotgun pellets. You got the uh, what you got? Slugs and you got the bird shots. Right, uh, the, your slugs will go. Slugs will get you a hundred yards. Right, your buckshots, buckshots will get you close range. You know, if you're shooting birds and shit, you want to shoot a bird down and be able to eat it. That's what you need the buckshot for. Well, you know, buckshot really back somebody back back. You know, what I mean, I don't know if you really, you know, you want to lay them down. I know the slug is slug slug is where it's at. Buckshot, I know how to get the job done. It might take a couple pumps, though. But, um, I'll say this, yo, for home defense, bird, I mean, buckshot, slug, buckshot, slug. Even in your pistol, home defense, snake shot, hollow point, or snake shot, slug. That snake shot, it's got the impact of a shotgun round, but it's just not as powerful. But for home defense, it'll fuck somebody up. You know what I'm saying? My old boy mm-hmm. Pops talking about shit a long time ago. You know and I was like, hell yeah, Pops doing this on me. You know yes, sir. Then they got like uh, sights for your um, weapon. If you want a ghost ring or you want a fiber optic glow in a dark um, thing, you can look into that. Um, get your armor toolkit. You'll, you'll have to need one of those to learn how to take off the sight and put it back on. Um, you know, and all kind of little goodies you can put on your gun and make it easier. This is just, you know, so, you're, you know, we can get in the game. Once you get in the game, you start using it, you'll understand which adjustments you want. You want to make it, make it uh, right for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but holsters, um, looking for various different type of holsters. They got leg holsters, side holsters, uh, ankle holsters, you know what I mean, waist holsters. You know, uh, if you get it like uh, Miami Vice style with the two with the two holsters on on the side, which you want with the, with the spandex thing on. You feel me? You get a uh, you get a shirt that's good, that got it on. That's what I'm saying. Like a Glock store, they got like little muscle shirts and shit that you could uh, put your put your Glock in on the side. You know what I'm saying? That's on your side of your rib cage. Uh, I can't think of the name of it, but the shit looks like an Under Armour uh, shirt. Yeah, I think it's called like yeah. under tech, undercover. Yeah, you can't see. Right you can't see the pistols. They hold two of them, and and, and they like uh, sit on like your chest, like your stomach, or something like that. They slide in from inside. Yes, sir. But you put they your just, shirt over it, you can't see it. They got a um. It's called under tech, undercover, and it's now now just fifty dollars. They got a three pack for a hundred dollars. So you get a um, crew neck, you get a tank top, or you get the ladies a ladies top. 
You know what I mean? They even got some shit for your draws. So if you just out on the beach, you got some shit like that, you feel? Got some shit for your draws, man. Uh, say the name of that one more time. It's uh, Undertech Undercover. Okay. If you go to GlockStore.com, they, um, they got that shit up in there. I got the little pamphlet in front of me. Yeah, and a little armory, you know what I mean? You want to, like I said, you want the tool chest, you know, you want to be able to, you know, have a safe to where you can put your weapons up at, you know. Um, especially if you got youngins. It's um, about that, man, as long as you got some oil, you know, some headsets, like I said, some electronic ones. That would be the best option, but if not, just anything, anything. Shit, if you got some Dre B headphones right now, I know they work. Um, as far as finding a place and taking, like, an AR class, you know, like I said, classes can run anywhere from 120 to $300, depending on, you know, what's going on, what's being taught. Um, and so it ain't really the price of the class. It's how many bullets you're going to be shooting during that class. You might want to, uh, you got to check into that. Um, and try to take classes to where where you gotta wear all your gear, you know, so that way you shooting and running and doing all that and all your gear fully loaded, you know. And, and the queens don't be scared to go take some of them classes and get out there too, you know. Get your backpack, you know, a bug out bag, just like the brother said with a, a, a water bottle on it. Um, just look at your local, any kind of survival or camping uh, store, and um, they should have something like that for you. Um, all right, I'll try to find out what the thing real quick, brother, so I could give them at least an example of what that name of that company There it is right here. Yeah, other than that, y'all, you know, everybody do what we got to do. We get our freedom. What the mug is called, what the backpack is called, a camelback hydration pack, right? Let's go run you about two, 240, somewhere around there. If you find one cheaper, that would be great. Um, but, you know, it's a little back, it's a little, it's a little backpack that um, should keep your ammo, medical kit, Stuff like that out, you know. Say you got to go on a patrol, you got to go check some shit out. You know, this is something you would grab. You know, you would grab his backpack, got your medical kit on the side, and one of the pouches. Then you got your ammo in one of the pouches, and the back of the backpack is just, you know, little, it's a hydration pack. You know, then it got a tube that comes out, you know, and you just, you know, drink from that tube or your water. And um, it holds 102 ounces, so that's 3.1 liters. Um, it weighs up to four pounds um, when it's full. So you know, so much shit that we can go into, and there's also so much shit that I would like to go into, but due to this platform, we can't go into other shit. So shit is best left for the underground railroads. You know, and I know you, you got to get a ticket to get on board that ride. You know. 
Right. Just, you know, in generic, you know, search for some mad kits. You know, search for some dry food stuff, y'all. You know, um, stuff like that, man. Just do what you can. You know what I mean? They got, like, this some shit called Black Hawk uh, emergency rollout kits. Cost, like, 50 bucks. You know? Did your stuff like that? Um, yeah, like the brother said, there's so much stuff to go into. You know? We'll have to we'll have to get back get back into that on another show. But definitely want to get a vest, you know, like low bearing vest to catch your AKs, your pouches, uh, your magazines and shit like that. Um, the body of family, your gear. Make sure, like the brother was saying, you got your military gear, some pants, some fatigues on, you know, some boots, you know. Don't be worried about your damn J's and nothing like that. You need to, you know, get that real workout. You know? Um, I think they call them, like, BDUs or whatever. They call them, like, the gear, like the pants and the shirts and shit. You know, like like rugged, rugged gear for you to wear, you know? You know? Um, yeah. That's Hosting some good tactical... Uh, Dress, you know how to dress. You know what I'm saying? 
Make sure you just get, you know, stuff you need, all family, stuff you need to protect yourself in this wilderness out here, man. You know, be able to protect yourself at all times. Also, barely for family on that grill or die. That's also another very important element for survival. Uh, just like the other brother, uh, what is my brother Jabari, just as well. He got his program, uh, comes out, uh, builds the mailboxes in the community amongst uh, different families and different uh, comrades and things. And they come together, and when the time to harvest, they share with each other. You know, like the brother said, you got the tomatoes, and he got the cabbage, and he might have the strawberries and the oranges, and the other brother down the way got the sweet potatoes and so on and so on. So, you know, uh, we can look out for each other, but we got to build with each other, and we got to work with each other instead of over dumb shit, dumb politics, dumb propaganda, and, and, and all the other dumb, uh, unnecessary shit that keeps us at odds with each other and not working with each other for, for, for the uh, beauty of our survival and the beauty for our BB for Holy Age, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's get this shit in motion, apply these actions, and let's all, you know, build for each other, support each other, and defend each other. Once we got everything locked and in place and everything's together, it ain't nothing we can't do. But as long as everybody want to be at odds with each other behind dumb shit and feel that whatever way or degree that you find for separation from calling yourself black or an African, you know what I'm saying? The further you stay separated, then the further apart and the further we are away from coming together, working together, and overcoming any obstacles and slaying this beast. But, you know, we're just going over some things right now for for you to be able to build, you know what I'm saying, on a survival tactical level of supporting and defending, you know what I'm saying, you, your family, and your comrades. So, you know, uh, take the information at heed. Hope people, you know, take notes. Hope people go back and download this from the archives and put it on their MP3s or on their cell phones or on their tablets or whatnot and go back over it, you know, frequently. You know, build with it, you know what I'm saying? See see, see the outcome results of it and see the good and see the benefits and see the safety that it will bring to you and your family, your loved ones, and your comrades, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, man, you know, try campingsurvival.com, family. Um, just like, you know, just a general start if you don't got no idea on where to go to uh, campersurvival.com. Um, check out their fire fire starter packages, all their little shit they got, just to give you an idea um, what to grab and what it's going to run you. Like a fire starter kit costs anywhere from $10 to $20. You know, a food MRE pack that costs you $100 to, you know, just getting an individual pack. So, you know, it depends on how you want to do it. They got jerry cans, shower little attachment things, you feel me? So, you know, all kind of little stuff. To, um, you know, to survive in learn, the wilderness. Learn your plant life in the wilderness. It's so important. Learn what plants are poisonous. Learn what poisonous plants grow in what area so that you know that's a red zone. 
know, but also you can use that as a weapon against, you know what I'm saying, an enemy trying to come in and breach your, your secure point as well. So, you know, uh, always be on top of your surroundings, what's there, what you can utilize in your surroundings, what can be a resource uh, for, for self, uh, pleasure or defense, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, you know, before you go party and bullshit, you know, go see the wilderness with the young one. Take them out. You know, let them know uh, what's what while the sun is up. You know what I mean? Let them uh, teach them teach them how to survive, you know, off the grid. And then when the sun go down, you know, you get your clowning around. You know what I'm saying? Just have a nice little balance and, uh, you know, get, get, get this freedom, family. You know what I'm saying? But like the family, like brother was saying, make sure you get your medicine too, my brother Henry. Make sure you have some medicine, man. If you got asthma and shit like that, make sure uh, you find uh, a natural solution if you can. Or um, make sure you stack the hell up on what you need. You know what I mean? Um, as far as like that, you need penicillin and shit like that. Um, like a nigga like me, I'm allergic to penicillin, so I need that other shit. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, gotta, gotta gotta have that little stash on you. You feel me? Um, well, if you get you hit with poison ivy, you touch a poison ivy plant. You know, gotta need something to uh, get rid of that. Oh shit, like that. The little ones might get to that because they was playing. They know that that was poison ivy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, also, stinging nettle, too. It has the similar effects of poison ivy, but it's not as bad, but it's something you really don't want to jump in or have the oil on your skin and shit. Yeah, and toilet paper, you know. You, to, you know, make sure you take you a couple rolls of toilet paper, you know, in your backpack as well. So you're up there, you need to take a shit. Ladies might have to wipe when they pee and stuff. You know, you don't want to be using no bushes on your on your, on, your, on your stuff, man. You feel? Oh yeah, baby wipes keep them on on deck. Dry tissue as well. Wet mm-hmm. wipes, sanitary napkins, uh, vaginal cleansing cloths for the queens. You know what I'm saying? Uh, pads for the queens. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you got all that on the resource. You can't leave out the time's toiletries and freshness as well. So. Yeah, and you might have to, um, you know, if you got a little one, you know, you might have to pop the titty out, get old school with it. Uh, you feel what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to return back to the basics. You know what I'm saying? But make sure we get some uh survival um books. Uh what was the brother uh brother hand dog that shared something with me earlier. And I shared it with the family. Let me see what it is, what that book was. The Everything Guide to Living Off the Grid by uh it's Cracker Terry Reed. Mm. The Everything Guide to Living Off the Grid. A Back to the Basic Manuals for Independent Living, author Terry Reed. The Everything Guide to Living Off the Grid, a basic, a Back to Basics Manual for Independent Living by Terry Reed. You know, and the other one that Brother Cause has sent out, uh, I think there was a good one too, that Brother Hey Rue had mentioned it. It was that uh, Preppers, Preppers Long Time Long Term Survival Guide by uh, Jim Cobb. 
All right, Prepper's Long-Term Survival Guide by Jim Cobb. It's food, shelter, security, off-the-grid power, and more life-saving strategies for self-sufficient living. And then uh, I know the brother put out a survival book, too. I don't know where it's at, though. I can't find it. Like a survival book. To know what food to eat and stuff like that. Survival guide that I have, I can't put out because it's not exactly legal. So due to that, I can't share that over this platform as a family. But you know, we'll find some other way to uh, get that out to the family. So. Where I think it's legal now, though. But just to be sure, you right? Uh, something different. It ain't that. Oh, it ain't that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I can't find the other one, but I know the brother had since it's a survival one where you can eat food and shit like that. You know what different plants is what. Um, take a hunting class, though, people. I recommend that. You know, take a hunting class that'll teach you, uh, you know, what to expect because we gotta go on a hunt. Um, but I got a like a little small book. It's called Outsmart Survival Guide. Guide. And it got uh, backcountry skills, first aid procedures, and backcountry skills. So um, it's like a little mini mini handbook, you know, nothing too big and nothing too outrageous, nice and easy for you to grab and uh, carry around. And uh, if you're in the jam, you can just whip it out and uh, see what's going on, you know. You just first gate, first aid tips, if somebody choking, uh, diarrhea, dislocation, frostbite, you know, uh, insect bites, lacerations, poisoning, shot, snake bites, you know, how to treat shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And, um, let me try to find a uh, table of contents for the other one. For outdoor stuff. But they got like 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 a like, lot of uh, first aid tips and stuff like that. Another important thing that won't cost you anything but just your time. Uh, uh, I've heard it said at the beginning. Really get in touch with nature. You know what I'm saying? Pay attention to everything nature does. Being in tune with nature itself will help you out more than you know. Uh, there's so many different things and elements and resources that you can find and learn just by studying and watching the behavior patterns and social uh, situation of animals and shit. You know, certain animals can lead you to fresh water and food at all times. You know, so it's just you got to be in tune with what's around you. Yes, sir. So in this book, right, it got a... Uh... If you lost what to do, fire building, shelter building, signaling, water, knots, pre-hunt coordination, travel, compass, magnetic uh, stuff, map, map orientation, wild plant foods, meteorology, hypothermia, wind chill, field dressing game, survival aid gear, survivor gear, and firearm safety. So that's a nice little handbook to have on y'all to have, like, all these different topics. Got first aid topics and then topics on, you know, what you do in the wild, how to, how, to, how to build a fire, how to get some shelter, you know, how to make knots, how to make water, you know, how to hunt, how you clean and, and, and get ready to eat your hunt, 
Um, you know, all that stuff right there, family. Because remember, you ain't never did it before. Now you're going to be stuck to doing it. And then if you got to provide for young ones, it's a lot of pressure. Y'all know what to do. You got to make sure you do it right. Make sure you ain't getting sick and die off the shit. Well, something that you had mentioned, uh, I don't remember exactly how many feet it has to be, but when you out and you off the grid, and uh, like the brother was talking about, your bodily weight, there is a certain amount of feet and distance that it should be away from where you lay your head and where you prepare your board for to prevent uh, those within the camp from getting sick. I don't have the exact information right now. I will uh, look that up right now while the brothers are going in to get after the family because it's also very important. Uh, we don't want family going out digging a hole thinking that, you know, this is where they dump in their waste and it's too close. You know, they'll send to the camp in a pool site and it ends up, you know, making everybody sick. Uh-huh, yeah, I said to that. Um, I know the hole got to be three feet, and I believe from, like, your campsite or something like that. Look, I'm going to double-check. But I know it got to be, like, nigga, I'm, it just need to be away. You feel what I'm saying? That shit got to be a little far away. So don't be lazy. Make that shit go, go away. Don't be going, like, one, two yards. I'll say fucking a football field. You know? The football field, that shit, family. You know, that's waste. It's part of the waste. I'm looking for that hunting manual. I got the hunting manual. Say that exactly what he was talking about. Fucking paper all over the place, though. But yeah, you do some research on that. What's because the, the brother's right. You know? so that's highly important. You know? Um, but I know the whole. You know, at least three feet or, or, or further. You know, you ain't burying nobody. You know, and shit do turn into fertilizer. So you know, you just want to make sure you know you cover it. You cover it nice enough. You know, it ain't in no well. You know, it ain't with no drinking resources. You ain't shitting near the river or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, it's common sense, people. Common sense. Don't be no dirty cracker beats and shit. You know what I'm saying? Find that info. Hey, Rue, you got the technical specs for the people. I'm going through it right now. But I'm just on some general. You don't want to be all close. But uh, so first aid tip. So the queens, you know, get your first aid up when you can. Or Kings, if you know you about that, go ahead and get your first aid up. You know, we need you on the battlefield. Nigga, I get shot or something, I need you to patch a nigga up real quick. You dig it? Uh, you know? So we need our nurses. We need all that to be popping. How to how to stop bleeding and, you know, where to put the gals at, you know, how to, how to make the gals clean. So, shit, I ain't getting gangrene. www.freeze.com. Once again, that is www.freeze.com. Purchase the M17 Medic First Aid.
Oh, yeah. So for gaming, right, I got my little hunting thing. All right, let's, let me tell the people that real quick, right? Nigga, you're shooting a deer, sir, right? You want to shoot some deer. You want to shoot them niggas like that, right? You got to shoot them in, like, right above the front leg. Right above their front leg when one of the legs is back, the heart will be exposed right there. The heart and the lung is right there. The chest cavity, the heart, lung, the diaphragm, all that is right there. You don't want to shoot them in the rear because that's the, that's the gut, and that will ruin your food. You want to shoot right above the front leg because that's where the heart and the lung is at, all right? That's what you want to do on, on, on deer and shit like that, on, on, you know what I mean, on big game like that. You see what I'm saying? You want to take the chest cavity out. So even if you shoot with a bow and arrow, right, you want to shoot right above the front leg. You know what I'm saying? Right above the front leg. So if they're facing, you know, I don't give a fuck. You want to shoot right above the front leg. If the head is facing to the right of you, right above the front leg. If the head is facing to the left of you, sometimes you don't control that. Still, right above the front leg. If the motherfucker facing behind you, you got to wait. got to wait. We're going go, to go back and forth on different things right now. Uh, I'll wait till you finish about the, uh, the killing of the animal. Yeah, we'll say, uh, you know, I said it's pretty much, and on the bear, on the big-ass bear and shit like that, too, you want the side view. You want the side profile so you can shoot right above the leg because that's where the heart and everything is at. All right? And then the chest, when the chest is open, I believe you could just blew out the chest. I think that's a little bit low, not like high, like near the neck, just like straight in the middle. If you can blew out the chest. Feel me? Um, but on the rear and stuff like that, I really wouldn't do it because you could ruin your food. All right, if you're trying to kill it, you got to be patient. You got to wait to take that um, to take that shot. You know, so um, go on your hunting little thing, try out some game, and uh, um, even when you go to the range, you know what I'm saying? It'll have um, it, they'll have uh, some deer photos or something like that for you. Have some shit up there, especially if you try um, practicing with your rifle, and you go ahead and um, you know, practice that, man. You know. But make sure you know when you're gaming and you're killing, right? Make sure you got you um, you got your um, your game care kit. And, you know, gallon of water, a uh, tablespoon of white vinegar, some foil, some black pepper, uh, an ice cooler, a fluorescent orange flag, uh, a, a pulley system because you might have to pull this big motherfucker up. Some game bags and or cheesecloths. I would say both. Hand towels and wet wipes. You need a hatchet or a small a small saw. A large bag for um if you want to keep the uh the head, you know what I mean? Um plastic blacks to clean up, some rubber gloves, some salt, and uh and a nice knife. So uh, some rope and some and a sharpening stone for your um shit, 'cause you might have to sharpen your um you, you will have to sharpen your knife when you cut and open your game. You will have to do that. I repeat, you will have to do that, you know. So, 
So, um, you know, get used to that. You're going to be seeing fleas and whatever the fuck is on the animal. You know what I mean? It's going to be crawling all over the motherfucking animal. You know what I mean? So, uh, all that shit, you know. Then you got to learn how to field dress it. You know, roll the animal on his back, cut around the openings and stuff like that, cut up to the sternum. You know, you got to learn how to field dress it. It's going to be bloody, you know. Um, hard to go into detail over there on the phone. That's some shit you got to see. And then uh, learn how to read the compass, family. Then I'm going to pass and make uh, the hay roof, you know. Uh, prepping, going to prepping your medical bag, and you would adjust uh, the list of, of these items accordingly for the size of your family or, or your comrades or your groups or whatever the situation may be. Uh, it says five small skin and eye wash bottles, one skin probe, hand sanitizer, a scalpel, hand soap, two scalpel blades, Cameline lotion, a pen light, burn spray, suture sets, universal splints, emergency first aid but multi-trauma dressing, safety pens, bleed stop bandages, pill, two pill bottles, bandage gauzes uh, with two inches by five yards, six pairs of latex gloves, uh, a form of uh, birth control. Uh, this is something I wanted to go into a little bit. Uh, Realize that when you are out off the grid or out in the wild, that if you're out there and uh, you're being intimate, that the pheromones that are passed between you and your queen is also something that is attracted to animals. So it's not something, well, if you're intimate in the wild, you want to discard of anything that those fluids or those scents are on because, like I said, it's also... Uh, sexually attracted and arousing the animals as well. So uh, you want to use, you know, your condoms or whatnot, and you want to make sure that you're able, that you have a, a, a source to clean yourself, doing your queen, to uh, eliminate those scents so that you're not drawing in, you know what I'm saying, something into where you're laying your head or where you got your campsite at. So you're not putting your, your family and your comrades in danger or nothing like that. So... Uh, you want to take precautions on that and treating that situation as well as uh, discarding waste. Uh, two uh, elastic bandages, different types of pain relievers, elastic bandages, a tourniquet, sterile pads, irrigation syringes, sterile pads, first aid, cream packages, abdominal pads, uh, antibiotic packages, iPads, and I don't mean the apple kind. Uh, Burn, burning packages, triangular bandages, adhesive tape, bandage strips, alcohol wipes, butterfly strips, iodine wipes, bandage strips, antiseptic wipes, knuckle bandages, clean wipes, ice packs, afterbite wipes, stethoscope, uh, ammonia inhalants, lip treatment, CPR masks, EMT shears, airways, stainless steel hemostats, tongue depressors, tweezers, some cotton tips, and some petroleum jelly. Uh, going into that, be aware of natural remedies as far as the uh, what nature uh, plants around you. Things such as like aloe vera, garlic, uh, plantain. Uh, ginger, pine needle, burdock, yarrow, things of that nature and such. 
uh, always remember to uh, keep your hygiene in order because remember, uh, if your hygiene is enough, once again, uh, also in reference to the laying down what you claim, the, the, the scent that you emit from your body and you're not taking care of your hygiene out in the uh, wild will also be something that will attract animals to you and will also put the safety of your groups and comrades and family uh, in danger. Uh, when I pass the mic back to the brother, I'm still looking for the information on how far away the off-grid toilet has to be. Word up. Um, going back to um, shooting, hunting, your kill, right? So the broad side is when they left the right facing, you see the whole the side view, right? That's your best shot when I was saying shoot right above the front leg, right? That's right in the heart. Now, if something raised up in front of you, you want to shoot, you know, the chest right in front of the chest. is going to be the heart before it gets to the uh, stomach. So you can blow that chest out. Now, if they're behind you, you really want a headshot. I said wait before because the headshot is one of the hardest ones to do. You're going to have to be nice with your weapon, you know. Um, the headshot won't spoil the meat. But you got to make sure that you take, you know, hey, and you don't have no trophy. That's going to be the thing. You ain't going to have no trophy. But um, you know, try to try to just you know drop that eye out, blow the brains out. Um, if they behind you, you have to just you know try to blow the brains out. Other than that, your best shot is when they're on the side, right above the front leg, you know. And then um, take some um, dressing courses and learn how to you know cut your game uh open in you know if you need to eat it. If not, you might just need to lay it down like it was a bear or some shit like that because the predator coming to kill cougar or something. You know, make sure you shoot it in the heart or in the head. You know, um, that's how you drop it. Other than that, you know, and, oh, you're going to want a strong weapon as that. That's too. You can't be shooting it with no, with no 22. You know, you're going to have to shoot it like with a whole bunch of times with a 22. So you want to make sure, you know, you got a powerful weapon. That you use on a shoddy, you know, a four five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that 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 will stop them in their tracks. But um, maybe not stop them in the tracks. So you got to start moving too. You got to your shit. I don't know. I ain't gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you keep moving like you may employ me with it. Don't be standing there. You know what I'm saying? Keep moving. You know, lay your game out. If it's hunting you, if it's, it's charging you, that is. You know, because in Cali we got we got bears and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I know a four or five can kill, but I don't know how many times you're going to have to go through that bare skin to get to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, do some turkey hunts and shit like that, though. You know, go ahead and see how much it costs. I think it'll run you, like, anywhere to, uh, like, you get fancy, cause it'll cost you thousands, a couple of dollars. Like, you want to hunt, like, moose and shit like that, it's going to cost you. But turkey and shit like that. I know you could go for like a couple hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, something like that, depending on how many people go and how many turkeys you're trying to kill. Um, shit like that. Um, yeah, family. You know, I think I kind of covered everything. And just you know, for these fucking crackers, man, low your local firearm laws, yo. You know what I mean? So I'm in Cali. I got motherfucking California cracker laws. I got to follow, you know what I mean? Um, so it would be, it'll be irresponsible for me not to tell you that. You know, so uh, make sure first and foremost, you know what I mean? I can't be having y'all getting kidnapped and shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, make sure, you know, that the peck of wood, 
let you get some some, some self defense equipment. They ain't gonna have them coming and trying to bust down your door. You know what I'm saying? Before you even get trained up on the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I got that information on the human waste. Uh, the human waste, there are a few different things you can do to dispose of human waste. Uh, the first thing you can do is to bury it. What you want to do is you want to dig the hole at least three to four feet deep. And you want to make sure that it's a few hundred feet away from any water source, any food source, or where you lay your head at, just so that you're not contaminating the group, uh, your comrades or your loved ones, family, or whatever the matter may be. Uh, what what uh, I would suggest doing is uh, going out about three, four hundred feet, a hundred feet or more, but I would suggest like two to three, dig a hole. What you're going to do is uh, you're going to build a toilet. You're going to take a five-gallon bucket. Now, there's three different ways you can go about doing this, you know what I'm saying? You want to use a toilet seat on top of that five-gallon uh, bucket, or you can go to, like, any military surplus store, and they sell specific toilet seats to be placed on top of a five-gallon bucket. Now, you could either fill the bucket part of ways up with water, or you can fill it with sand, and you can use it as sort of like a human litter box. Or what you can do is uh, keep trash bags with you, and each time someone has to go uh, relieve themselves, uh, you will lift up the seat, you will tie the, the trash bag uh, around the bucket, lowering the seat, uh, sitting on top of the uh, makeshift toilet, uh, releasing uh, what you have to get out of yourself, uh, cleaning yourself properly, putting all the contents into the trash bag, uh, untie, uh, untying it from the bucket, tying it back up, and going to the 200 to 300-yard hole that you dug and uh, throwing the waste inside of the hole, covering it up. You know, that just gives the family... Uh, Something to think about, something to build, also something else to add to your kit. Uh, remember that we're looking at several different kits here. You're looking at your on-the-go survival kit. You're looking at your, your your survival kit for once you are within shelter that you would need in order to build your shelter and, and your food and taking care of, you know, your human waste, bodily fluids, and... and uh, the hygiene that you camp and shit. So we're looking at that as well. So we're not uh, saying that you throw all these things in the one big bag because we know uh, that will slow you down. So you know you go have uh, different members of your party. You know what I'm saying? You, you got this bag. You got that bag. You take this bag. You got that bag. You know what I'm saying? Check. But each individual party member is also going to have their own special bag for their own special needs as well. So you want to try to get these bags to a limit, to a point to where it's not uh, bearing you down, wearing you down. And uh, you, you're training with things of, of, of this uh, weight or whatnot so that it becomes something of a norm and it's not going to be something that's slowing you down. Uh, each of your bags and your kit, at the time of an emergency, if you can't get hold of your stuff, I say between 10 and 15 minutes and be up out. And I would say try to shorten that time by greatly as possible with each training exercise. Then, you know, you got too much shit in your bag. 
So keep that in mind as well. Yes, sir. And just to add on, like I was just talking about training earlier, right? This little shit. I've been trying to go to this peck of wood for a minute. I just ain't have my, my paper right. But it's called Defensive Firearm Instructions, right? So the type of training packages it got is like uh, 50 hours of defensive immersion too, of unconventional shooting positions, low-light shooting, scenario training, rules of engagement. Um, and after that, you know, it's, it's pretty much uh, you learn uh, combat, focus, marksmanship, mechanics, and mindset, legal rules of engagement, fundamentals of home, home defense, and then uh, how to deal with the fucking piggies after you lay somebody down. Um, and then um, it got like 30 hours of uh, uh, home defense fundamentals, concealed carry concepts. And you get 10 hours of uh, practical. Uh, just some, that's the introduction, introduction shit. But like I'm saying, it's like you get different training packages like that. You know, that gives you home, home defense, uh, home security, uh, scenario training. And when you feel a beginner or just a civilian, you ain't never gotten to no gunfight or no shit like that before. That's a perfect way to um, emulate that and to get your mindset right and ready for that. And then you add that on with some martial arts and shit like that. You walk in the way of a warrior, you understand? Modern-day warrior because the AR is the modern-day sword, you know? Um, that's just what it is. But um, so I, you know, just for the family, you getting this shit like that. Um, and like this place is called Defensive uh, Firearm Instructions. You know, there's uh, some cracker named Riley Schrader. You know what I mean? Uh, he out he out he he out here in the valley where I'm at in, in Cali and shit. And um, you know, I've been trying to take some of these little classes. Not not no other reason for just just to, just so I could shoot and practice different scenarios. That's the only reason. You know what I mean? Um, if I learn something, I learn something. Other than that, I'm going in there just to really bust, you know what I mean, to get a real scenario on how to, uh, you know, on, on, on firefighting. Firefighting is different from range shooting. You know, shooting at the range, ain't nobody shooting back. So you go in one of these scenarios, they set up a little situation where you might have stun guns to where he, they shoot you and you shoot them back. It's like a real gun, but only thing you do is stink. You know what I mean? Like 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 they're shooting blanks at you. You know what I mean? Um, I'm in the shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Their family because you got to stimulate combat. You can't, you know. Like in martial arts too. You know, you're gonna have to go through a stimulation. You know, where you're gonna have to go through a spar, where you know all everything you've been learning, you're gonna have to perform. You know what I mean? So you know, just standing and shooting at the range is gonna get boring trust, you're going to want to do some shit like that I'm talking about, you know, so find you a um, defensive uh, firearm training class, you know, like I said, it's different from recreation, um, everybody got different prices and shit like that, because you got a private instructor, and, you know, you got different uh, core uh, packages that they're selling, so like I said, just make sure, you know, it's affordable for you, you got enough ammo for it, and it's something you're willing to do, you know what I mean? Um, other than that, that's the nice way to play with your toy. I don't know no other legal way to play with your toys like that. You know, y'all come up with it, let a brother know. Also, for the uh, psychiatrical uh, situations you might encounter uh, amongst the people, keep you some herbs, 
for when uh, you might end up one of them psychiatric uh, situations where the brother or sister might be losing their mind and they can't find proper balance, you know, you might have to hand them uh, some of them herbs. Uh, and, you know, you might have to pour in a few shots or some, you know, so make sure you keep that, you know what I'm saying, and inside of your survival kit as well. Blow them kneecaps out, baby. Yeah, marksmanship's going to be 100, man. You got to, you know, we got to get our marksmanship up. So, uh, you know, you need that muscle memory on how to pull that trigger, um, you know. So self-defense scenarios, once you get your trigger pulling right, out of you, you graduate to self-defense scenarios. And, um, yeah, other than that, then after that, it's just training and just keeping your skills, keeping your knife sharp, man, keeping your weapon sharp. You know, like reading a book or something like that, just keeping your mental mental sharp, not letting it, you know, go off in la-la land, staying focused on uh, what we need to do in this VP of 48. I mean, sure. But I'm running out shit to talk about on that right now, brother. Hey, Rue, what you got? Uh, I'm just going over a lot of resources, pretty much on things that we already covered. Uh, when you want to learn time survival, know that your resource kits is going to uh, stretch out a little further. So, like uh, like I said, when you got your seeds and you got to plant your own food, you, know what I'm saying? you also want to make sure you got the tools to do it. Uh, you want to look for tools that are smaller in size and, and, and less in weight and that are more compact as well. Uh, as far as for your building needs, or, or your shelter and things of that nature, you also want to make sure you got your tools for that. So, you know, make sure that you keep some kind of tool kit on you at all times as well. You know, hammer, screwdrivers, wrenches, some type of saw, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Um, you, you don't use car tools to build a house, man. <laughs> it was real, like like the brother said. Make sure you get you some kind of tarp. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a tarp can also be used to dig a hole and put it out into the hole as a as a means to keep a a fresh source of, of moving water. Mm-hmm. Rainwater, dew water. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other things to say? We went over. Tools for cooking. Tents and shit. You want to give people a couple of examples of some nice little tents they could get, some uh, two or three, four family tents, you know what I mean, a single tent, some family tents, just to give them a couple of ideas on how much that's going to cost or what now. Yeah, the the tents, man, uh, that right there is kind of a hard one because it can go from being a single man to being a 14, 15, you know, almost a damn shelter fit, though, but. Yeah, uh, prices range on that uh, for almost from minimum up into the hundreds. Uh, I know you could get a get eight, thirteen man tent on Amazon for like under a hundred bucks or a little bit over or more. Uh, like we said, uh, it all depends on you and your group. Uh, mm-hmm. I definitely recommend getting. Now I was gonna say I definitely recommend getting a solo one. Everybody gonna need at least one solo, especially if you're if you're a fella, if you're a brother, you know you're gonna have to go on patrol. You may have to you know lead a family with the group for a little bit, so you gonna might wanna you go ahead and grab your um single um your little single tent or whatnot, you know what I mean? And then also you are gonna need a family one for your people as well. So you know for the brothers, I recommend we gonna have have to have two anyway. 
We'll have to have one for us and then, you know, one for um, for the family. You want to have a good tent that can stand the elements, too. You don't want to have a tent that's flimsy that uh, you go in at night and, as I say, it's a windstorm or a rain, and next thing you know, you find yourself floating down the river or you fly into the air somewhere. So you mm-hmm. will definitely want to uh, make sure you get a good tent. Uh, like the brother said, yeah, uh, keep, a, keep a dolo one on deck. You don't know what your duty is going to call for. Uh, look at the size of your group. Yeah, you get a dirt cheap one, dirt cheap dolo one. That, that that don't matter. You know, spend your money on a family one, but get a dirt cheap dolo one. But it, it, also depends on the, it depends on the situation that you're in with your group because you got some people that just uh, aren't social butterflies like that. You know, so some people like being you know, to themselves, so... It depends on the group and who you with, and you know your family, and you know your comrades and your peers more than anybody. So even if you have to separate the men from the women, you know what I'm saying, where the women got their own tent and the men got their own tent, or those that are intimate with each other, you know, they got to have their own private tent, so you want to look at like a a three-man, four-man just to have extra space or whatnot. You know, two man ten. The one, the one man, two man ten is the basic. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they got uh, tents that have added uh, modern technology to it nowadays, on with, with the solar panels and electricity and things of that nature. So it's really up to you. You know, what's your budget? What are you looking for? What do you need? Uh, what is your uh, geographical location? Uh, what are the conditions there? What does the conditions call for? What does the terrain call for? So you want to put all that into perspective when you buy your tents and things like that. If you're just not down, then just, you know, hit the sleeping bag and lay under the stars and get bit up by, you know, a few things that might not be good. But, you know, it's up to the people. Yeah, I'll say to that, sleeping bags. Make sure you get you some sleeping bags, a little pillar, you know, um, you know, family, shit like that. If you if you balling, you know, go ahead and get your ass an RV. I would say dirt bike as well. My brother was talking about uh, bicycles and shit. If you get a dirt bike, that'll be good for you as well. Um, boats and shit like that. You know what I mean? If you want to hit the sea up, learn how to turn uh, sea water into drinking water. Get you a little filter for that. You know, get you some fishing gear and shit like that. Uh, you know, because the, most of the world is covered in the ocean, so you go anywhere in the world in the water. Um, that's pretty much it, man. You know, you're going to get your sea, you, you know, get your sea navigation on, or, you know, you're going to hit up the, the hills, or you're going to live in the urban jungle, one of the two. You know, you're going to live in the wild, the urban jungle, or in the sea, one of the three. Um, it's fortunate, and the, and the land provides it for you. If you can find shelter that's been created by the hands of nature, that's also a plus as well. Hell yeah, caves and shit. Run a bear out that motherfucker if you got to. You be, be having we we be dressed in bear skin that 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 winter. You feel me? Um, yeah, the brother right on that. You know, take over a cave. You got to take over a little bunker that the animals done made already. You know what I mean? Uh, learn how to make a shelter from, from nature. That's the best way. So if you ain't got no tent money, no nothing, you just got caught slipping, you should got the knowledge how to make that happen. You know? Um, yeah, man. 
you know, just get ready to just wean yourself off the beast, man. We got to have a wean yourself off the beast uh, thing, you know, at least once a month, you and your family practice that, wean yourself off the beast, at least half the day, you know, at least for, at least for four hours, can we wean ourselves off the beast, you know? No lights, no nothing, no, no nothing from the beast, no TV, no nothing, no computer, no phone, no nothing. Fuck it all. You know? And see if y'all can get along for them four hours. You know? But yeah, family, you know. Just take it take it a step further. Go to the breaker box and hit the breaker and turn all the power off on the house for a weekend and see can y'all survive under them conditions. You know what I'm saying? No running water. Uh, no electricity, you know what I'm saying? That's if you hard body. You got to prepare yourself too for the uh, mental, uh, psyche conditions of, of your family and comrades as well too because uh, if, if you're not used to that, uh, after a few days, you know what I'm saying, and it kick in, especially if uh, people are claustrophobic, you know what I'm saying, you don't have a few... Uh, Issues at hand that you're gonna to need to uh, train yourself to work out. So just something you know to add to the list. I say to that. I say to that. And um, just martial arts skills, empty hand and with a weapon, man. Practice weapons. Practice empty hands. You know, that's all I pretty much gotta add for the night, family. On the survival tip, you know. Trying to think about what I may have missed or whatnot, because every every subject, every topic, could be it's another little can of worms in itself. Like handguns, got a whole little. You can run into that for days. Assault rifles, you can run into that for days. Shotguns, you can run into that for days. You know, you get the double barrel, single barrel. You get the um, pump. You get the gas piston. You get the piston or the gas uh, AR. Um, you know, the choice is your family. I mean, you know, however you want it, like a burger, like a salad, however you want it, you can have it. So, you know, the brother ain't got to tell you how to dress. Just go ahead and put your clothes on. Um, you know, get your, get your, get your, get your weaponry clothes, get your survival clothes on, you know, get your, it's different, you know, when you're going clubbing, you don't wear everyday clothes. Clubbing, you're going out, right? You got your show out clothes, and you got your own chilling out clothes. Same shit with the weapons, man. You know, you got your nighttime gear, you got your daytime gear. I got my shit, I'm just on patrol gear. I got my, oh, it's hitting the fan, it's going down gear. You feel me? You gotta have all that. You got my, this is my exercise gear. You know what I mean? So ain't no difference, man. Ain't no difference. Like I'm saying, if you got all the technical, uh, technology, what the fuck I'm trying to say? Technology, all the iPhones, all the little Xbox Ones, all the little shit like that, ain't no reason for you not to have no weapon, man. Ain't no reason for you to not have no no survival gear up on you, man. You know, you're going through hard times, you know, you're going through one, you know, put that energy out, find a will, find a way. You you know, you cry all day, that shit ain't going to change nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, I wish I had the magic thing to just get a whole bunch of money in your pocket and wink with my eye or as if I could meditate and your ass and just get rich. 
you know, for these meditating-ass motherfuckers to meditate me a million dollars or some shit. Niggas meditate our freedom, motherfucker. How about that? You feel me? So, um, listen, man, we got to just, you know, get your gear, get your weaponry gear up, family, you know, do some research. You know, don't be don't be afraid to go get some research and start from the bottom and uh, you know, make your way to the top on this um survival gear. So that way when you walk outside, you know you good. Go ahead, black man. Sorry about that. Treat it just like educating yourself. Flash strategize to stay alive, fight with the world to survive. You know what I'm saying? Fight each battle like it's fight each battle like it's your last, you know what I'm saying? Even a coward has the world to fight a battle like it's his last because that fear within him is going to cause him to strike out at his enemy because he has no other choice. But, you know, either be a lion or be a cowardly lion. You know what I'm saying? The choice is up to you. To either prepare or be unprepared. Just know that if you're unprepared, you'll be running into people that's already uh, organized and prepared, and they might not have extra for you. They might not be able to open their shelters and take you in and be able to provide for you because you're depleting their resources that they've already gathered in enough for just, you know, the amount of their group or whatnot. So, you know, don't be caught with your pants down. You know what I'm saying? I'll say to that, brother. I'll say to that. Bring something to the table, man. Bring something to the village, man, not just your empty stomach. You feel me? Bring something to the village, man. Pitch in, pitch in, bring, bring pitch in on the on the party, man. You know, we can't get our freedom in each month. You know, we only as strong as our weakest link, man. Don't don't be the weak one, man. Do everything in your possibilities, not be the weak link for our for our free for our revolution, man. So you can look in the mirror and say, yo, it wasn't me. Mm. That's all we can do. You know what I'm talking about? That's all we can do. Plan, pot, strategize, and let's bond first. Great words to Tupac. See me? And that Machiavelli. But, um, yeah, man, plan, pot, strategize, and let's bond first, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We be getting bombed on two months. Always, okay, black walk the, always if you walk the grid and you have a body of water near you, try to stay within a certain... Uh, you know, vicinity of that water source because that water source is always going to be life around it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Therefore, you always got a source of food and, and, and water because, you know, all the animals have to come there to drink. Right. That's your hunting grounds. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you if you got a bad hunting day, you can get your fish on. You're going to pull something out the water to eat. You know what I'm saying? That... That source of water is always going to provide life for you and keep you alive, you know what I'm saying? I say, that's gold right there. Your brother ain't lying. You got to know your resources, the value your resources. You near a stream, a lake, or shit like that. I mean, the stream where you know uh, animals is coming, you in the lake, you got fish in that motherfucker. You know, you know that's life right there. You got food right there. That's, that's prime land. That's prime real estate. You hold that fort down. You know what I'm saying? Anybody come up in your hunting area, nigga, they just got to be war. They're taking your resources. You know what I'm talking about? But the brother, brother's perfectly right. That's what we do. You take to, hey, we need the places where the river's at. 
You see what I'm saying? We got to follow that water. That means we're going to live. We're going to survive anything we go through. So if you're in an area that, that's high with snakes, you know, dig, dig a pit, a nice-sized pit. Exactly the, the, the feet and diameter, I can't give that out because uh, I don't have the information in front of me, but I'll say at least uh, three to four feet pit. You know what I'm saying? Put some snake bait in there. Find out what, what type of uh, environment that you're in. You know, uh, the things that are there that may be poisonous or venomous to that area, you know, what is their food source? Fill that pit with that food source. Uh, so that all the things that may be a harm to you and, you know, the family group and comrades is trying to sleep at night, you know, they'll more than likely end up in that pit. And then what don't and what you do trap and catch, you go into that pit. Cover that pit up so that if something infiltrates and comes in to try to do the family harm, they fall into that pit. You know what I'm saying? Now all the snakes and all that venomous uh you know, uh, things that creation is in that pit is going to attack whatever tries to come in and invade on them grounds. You know what I'm saying? That's dirty. I love it. It's, I love it. It's That's strategy. like a fucking moat. You feel me? That's like a moat right there. You dig it? Oh, shit. Yo, that's what's up, yo. Also find uh, trees with sharp branches and thorns of that nature. And also throw down into that pit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with you, home team. Shit, make some bow and arrows. You know what I mean? Get it in. Make some, make some spears and shit. You know what I'm saying? Make some javelins and shit. Throw them at them motherfuckers. You feel? Like damn, what's that one? Like me and brother Henry was talking about that shit. He was like, damn, did you at least pinch the bitch? <laughs> you feel me? Do some something, brother. God damn. I don't want to be here about. Oh, I ain't got no weapon. Oh, we outnumbered. Listen, bitch-ass nigga, did you at least pitch the motherfucker? I mean, damn, you just going to let them run up in your house and just wear you, wear you and your family out because you ain't had no weapon, huh, bitch boy? Man, nigga, listen, you can't be on the front line with me, nigga. Matter of fact, I don't even know why you breathing, taking up all this oxygen and shit about to procreate, nigga. You going to procreate faggotry, cowards and shit. That's what's in your bloodline. What else? You want to say? My car got drunk. Black Power. Black Power, Queen, what it do? Black Power, Queen. How are you? Just listening to y'all educators. It's been an excellent show, and um, what you just landed on, you know how I feel about it, King, and uh, it's just beautiful to hear an African warrior stand up, you know, dare to take your manhood. I say, well, you know, when the queen, when the queen gave you the, give you the thumbs up, you feel me? I mean, goddamn, what more did a brother want? You feel me? Queen got me on cloud nine and shit right now. You feel me? But yeah, black power to the queen and the whole family out there, man. They want to uh, hog up the mic, and, uh, you know, not let y'all get get y'all's in. You know what I mean? Y'all got something to add to the piece? Please feel free. Y'all know how it is. Me and Brother Hey Rude just covering a little uh, survivalness. We can keep going for nights. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm about to call it quits in a minute on this topic, family. You know what I mean? We're ready to catch you on Tuesdays. 
You know what I mean? You know, news and more news. You know what I'm saying? And Thursdays, we got the think tank. You know what I mean? And then Saturday, we're going to try to slaughter some shit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga hungry. I'm trying to eat some barbecue, man. I don't want to come, though, man. I'm trying to eat a hot burger, though, man. You feel me? But, you know, it's whatever. You know, but back power to the family. Y'all got something to add out. Add on, man. Your brother signing out. You know what I mean? Black power to everyone. Brother Little gone. Black power, kid. Where brother B at, man? Brother B still with the family and the squad. Well, hey, Ru, what you feeling, man? You got anything I'm else right. to add? No, I'm about to say talking to myself, have myself on me, and I said uh, we going to close out, go to the after party, to go leave uh, the same way we came in, with the glory, the glory, peace to Nocturna, along with the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad, glory to Harriet Tudman, peace to... Ida B. Wells. Ida B. Wells, glory to Betty Lou Haber. Forgive me, I can that we, we can't forget that the most beautiful is goddess of them all, the Air Force Ma'at, and all things that we do, and give praise to the ancestors and everything that we do, and our uh, movement moving forward of uh, BB Fahodier. So with that uh, being said, everybody that's here on the panel, you got any closing last words uh, before we close it out and go to the after party, the mics is open. With that being said, uh, is Brother B on the line in order to uh, stop the recording? I'm signed in, but I'm not uh, logged in as an administrator on the phone line, so I don't know if he's going to let me stop the recording or not. All right, that's cool. Let me put the crack in the trunk. Uh, yeah, y'all know how we get down over here. You know what and I'm the saying? Niggas too. Black Power family. Y'all know how we do this shit. A BB for Holdie cracker. A BB for Holdie cracker in the truck. And a house nigga too. Spread that gas. Bubble African supremacy all day, every day, 24 7, 365 on that RBG shit. Go. You know what I'm saying? No get off the gas, brother. No get off the gas, baby. Uh, Yo, listen to the chill out, family. Black Power. Black Power, I can't stop it, though. Uh, Brother Carl, I think I see you out there. Can you stop the recording? I'm not logged in through the uh, actual network to where it's giving me the functionality to uh, stop the recording. So if you can, if you do that on your end. Either that or text me with the code so that I can shut down the uh, the call. 
Hey, yo, yo, hey, uh, hey, Ru, I'm going to just catch you on the black side, though, you feel me? Uh, peace out, Black Power. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. We catch you on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Peace, family. Go. Peace, family. Black Power.